to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Happy 2003. How's that Backstreet song go? Hey, everybody, it's time to part. I don't know, I can't sing it. Somebody else needs to come on and sing that for me. I was trying to find it so I could play it, but I'm not going to make you listen to me sing either, so I couldn't find it. You know what's really funny? I've been excited for this show for days and making my cute little banners and stuff to celebrate, bring in the year 2003. This is probably one of my favorite shows of the year just because of all the things that I get to do to you guys on the first of the year, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little eval. <laughs> no, but this is my favorite. So I'm all excited, right? And then I talked to Spicy right before the show, and she's got a sinus infection and she's sick. And I told her, I said, oh, Spicy, I, said, I would make you a, a toasted cheese sandwich and, and tomato soup if I could. And then I'm thinking, you know, oh, poor Spicy. You know what? I'm going to go make a toasted cheese sandwich because this show comes on right in the middle of my, my dinner time, right? And usually by the end of the show, my stomach is growling and trying to eat its way out of the top of my head. So, you know, okay, I'm going to go eat something. So I made myself a cheese toasty, and I made myself some cream of tomato soup, and I'm eating it. And that's like freaking death. That's like being happy if you're a poet. Happy is like the worst thing that a poet can be, (laughs) right? So I'm sitting there, and I've got this, now I've got this, I'm like, well, it was all ready to go party, go, hey, hey, party time. And now my tummy is like all warm and cuddly and full of comfort food, you know, and, and just, you know, it's kind of like when you, it's kind of like when you masturbate before a date. Now, now stay with me here. I know, shocking. But it is because, you know, because then you don't go crazy on the date and, you know, you can be all, wait a minute, it's not like that because that you do on purpose, and this I didn't do on purpose. So it's not like that at all. You know, but I just, I feel like I've just eaten a Care Bear. I'm just, oh, so warm, and I want to put on a quilt, and it's like, ah, <laughs> stop it. Stop being so, so warm and content. So, yeah, I was ready to go dancing on my desk, but now you get nice, quiet. Hey, guess what? Yesterday was Dave Kuhn's birthday, so we are going to sing him happy birthday. You guys can join in with me if you would like, because we love our Mr. Blue Man. So ready? Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Blue Man, we love you. Happy birthday to you, Dave Kuhn, hugs and kisses and all that good, warm, mushy stuff that comes from eating tomato soup and toasted cheese sandwiches. All right. So, all right. Now, next thing. (laughs) Next thing I want to let you know, if you'd like to call in and read on the show tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read. Okay, and then we have a couple of things. We're not going to be doing our workshop tonight. 
We're not going to be doing the workshop because I have some other things that I want to go over with you, and it would just take way too much time. So this being, as tradition, and this being our first show of a brand new year, I'm going to be asking you guys questions. Each and every one of you need to think about your answer because I'll be asking this of everybody in case I forget. And if I forget and you want to answer it, then say, yo, woman, you forgot. Or if, you're, if you don't want to answer it, then you go, Phew. so glad she's getting old because she just like totally blew me off asking me that question and now I don't have to say anything. All right, so anyway, this is my intention tonight is to ask um, everybody what goals you have for yourself in this next year, all right? And I want you to make realistic goals. I know Jimmy, right? Jimmy's going to come on and say, I'm going to write seven zillion poems a day for the entire year, and I'm going to do it standing on my head while I'm juggling a fishbowl with my toes. All the while, my wife is standing in front of me doing the, the, the what is it, the Red Vine Forbidden Dance? that candy, you know, the licorice that dances, you know, and, and, and that, you know, he's, that's just Jimmy. But for most of us, I want you to, the, the worst thing when you, for setting goals is failing or thinking that you failed or not allowing you your humanity when you set a goal for yourself. That's why when I do your, your uh, workshop every week, the thing that I give you is to every single day write a haiku Every single day, find something worth 17 syllables, and I'm not going to come count them. So it's only 15. I don't care. Because that is a realistic, doable goal. By writing 17 syllables, psychologically, you're giving yourself a victory every single day. And what happens most of the time is we set goals way too lofty. We don't meet them because it's not realistically sustainable. In our heart of hearts, we wish they were, but... You know, we know ourselves. I'm not going to sit down and write 20 poems a day. For God's sakes, who do you think I am, Jimmy? Right? So I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm picking on Jimmy. He writes so many, so, too many, too many poems in my head. They all got to come out. He's amazing. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, you set little goals for yourself that give you victories, and then if you decide you want to sit down and go, hey, that was fun writing that haiku, and you write five poems. A night, awesome. You've gone above and beyond. So you still push yourself. But the goals you set, you make them realistic. You make them sustainable. And if you don't do it, like say you missed three days of writing a haiku. Things are freaking nuts. And you, you didn't think of it. It's like, oh, man, I went three days without writing a haiku. I'm just going to quit now. Oh, no, you're not. No, no. Missing a day or falling off the wagon is not an excuse to quit. And too many times we let those things happen and we blame them on writer's block or we use them as a crutch to not have to do it again. But no, if you miss a day, you get up, you brush the dirt off and you keep going and you just keep going and you do that because it's important. It's good for you. It's going to make you a better writer. It's going to make you, make you better at your craft. It's going to make you a better person in the community to inspire other people. It's going to help you be able to give back. All right. So the point of that whole thing was to, when I ask you these goals, I want you to be eye-to-eye with yourself on this and make them realistic and fun and something you know you can do. 
one of them I did one year was every single month I learned two new poetry forms. And there was a couple months that I missed, so the next month I just kept going. I didn't say, oh, I missed a month, so I'm not going to do it anymore. No, the next month, I, you know, since I remembered I forgot, I started up again. Okay? So there's, there's, my, there's my little pep talk for the year. Um, so I'm going to be asking you what goals you'd like to set for yourself in 2023 as a writer. And I'm also going to ask, ask you what things would be helpful or fun for you in a workshop format. Like if you're planning on writing a book, do you know the difference between traditional publishing, uh, chapbook publishing, uh, self-publishing, all that stuff? Okay. Um, do you need to know about that? Do you need to know, you know, how to put together a chat book? Do you need to know how to, you know, maybe there's something you've been wanting to learn or whatever, whatever it is. Just, I, I, you know, tell me what we can do as a community to help bring some helpful things that would be fun for you or would help you grow as a writer. Okay. All right. So before we get started, started on everything, I want to make sure we thank our sponsors. That's very important. Those of you who stepped up to the plate last year and helped us cover, can you hear me dropping everything, cover our 2022 uh, broadcasting license. Those sponsors are Karen Deftrider DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, uh, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Miss, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, Trina Pierce. Thank you guys so much. I also want to thank those of you who uh, donated anonymously in the memory of John Music Mancays, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith second. All right. We will be starting next week. We will be starting our fundraiser for our 2023 sponsorship. So if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show, and remember, you know, we cannot do this show anymore without help. I cannot raise that right. I cannot do this show singly on my own anymore without help from our sponsors because of the cost of the broadcast license now. So we, you know, literally would not be on the air were it not for the support of our community helping us with our broadcasting license. So, you know, I just want to thank all of you sincerely that do that, you know, on behalf of everybody in the whole community. We are going to be starting our fundraiser for our 2023 broadcasting license. And if you'd like to, if you're interested in sponsoring that, just shoot me a message, wait for me to put up the... Uh, it's like a fundraiser thing I'm going to put up. You can do Cash App. You can do these shows, uh, PayPal. Um, send a check. You can, you know, passenger pigeon. I don't know. And, you know, any little bit helps too because it all adds up. All of it does. And we just appreciate you guys helping us with this. So watch for that coming up. And if you have questions, you can, before it does, you can uh, shoot me a message. All right. It is the first show of the month first show of the year and the first show of the month. So per my agreement with you, and I got yelled at last month, we need to, I need to, the agreement is, is that the first show of every single month, I'll play something of mine or I'll read something of mine because I don't normally do that on the show. So I'm kind of cheating on this one, but that's okay because, you know, there's no one here to slap my hand. 
So I'm actually going to play a recording. And it's really funny because Todd, or Michael Todd, Todd, Michael Todd sent me a video or a, a audio track of a poem that I'm going to be opening the show with, but he's also reading a poem of mine that I'm using for my read for this month. So you get a double dose of Michael Todd. So the poem that I'm going to have him read is a short one, but it's nice. It's about winter in a rainforest. I live in Oregon, Pacific Northwest, and, you know, everybody's talking about getting snow, and it's all so pretty, and all I do is I get rain, and I live on a sponge. It's like, I mean, living in Oregon in the winter is like living inside of an oyster's mouth. It's just squishy, right? So this is a uh, poem that I wrote about winter in the Pacific Northwest. Green is the color of winter by Nyla Alicia. She wears no shroud of ghostly white. No heavy sheet covers her kingdom with the long sleep of night. She brings a time of thriving, living, growing, not merely surviving. Evoking with wind whispers, she gathers gray to obey her call, commands the skies to bring forth the crystal rainfall. It's hypnotic, melodic lulling, pulling up from down deep, from the dark keep underground. The silent waiting things to adorn them in winter's greens, crown them with liquid diamonds. The glittering droplets clinging, gleaming, streaming down, puddling at their feet. Here in this, her strange place, green is the color of winter. Everything bears the mark of her grace. Okay, so to me, that sounded so super wobbly and the volume was doing weird things. Can you guys let me know if that sounded like in the chat room or something? Let me know if that track sounded okay to you because he did such an amazing job. He made it sound, you know, he made what I wrote sound so beautiful. And uh, so I want to make sure that the audio sounded, it sounded like crap to me. The audio was going in and out. So I just need to know how it sounded on your guys' end. All right, so now. You know what we're going to do? Wait, we're going to play an audio track. <laughs> so as I said, the audio track, we always start and end every episode with a track by one of you, poets. And the track that I had picked out for starting the show was the one that Michael Todd sent in to me. And it's called In the Hush, In the Rush, We Push. And it's by Dale Winslow. So here we go. Dale Winslow's poem read by Michael Todd. In the hush, in the rush, we push. Written by Dale Winslow, 2023. In the hush, in the rush, we push. The quiet inside your head becomes the drive and draw. A hidden rhythm that has you in a wide groove, pulling apart night to a between places break is morning, not bright day, rather before dawn gray. Sun hesitant, bleeding deep ambers. Nothing you have amounts to much. You move under the blankets, uncomfortable in spatial awareness, minimalistic moments, 
fluttering moss caught in a weak flame. The slide, shift, roll, and hustle catch your feet, taking you to same places, same faces, same dances, same glances. Predicament of predicated continuum. You stare at your hands, lace, unlace, lace, unlace, clinch, unclinch, make two fists, push them against tired eyes, advise, revise, surmise, hit it again, replay the day skips, have you even left the night? Water rolls down your face, chest, belly, legs. Your feet are wonderlands away. This one makes you larger. This one makes you small. This one makes you numb and unaware of it all. Do nothing. Hush. Hush. No, reader. This isn't about me. No, listener, this isn't my white noise heart. No, watcher, this isn't first-person play. Hush. 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 Sonic shorelines tremble through your bones. Footfalls and fingertips on fire. Everything is burning. Everything is the same. Everything is your self-actuated game. Maslow's been pushed under the table and there makes cryptic notes on your progress. Deficiency. Decadence. Deprivation. Desire. Questionable hierarchy. Outlier progression broken time, raining ones and zeros on it all. Okay. So again, that was Michael Todd. Beautiful reading. Beautiful... What is this thing? Beautiful reading of Dale Winslow's poem, In the Hush, In the Rush, We Push. Great job, Michael. Beautiful. I'm really glad I got to play that tonight. All right. So I'm having a little bit of issue with the board right now. So, you know, if I do kind of some weird things, just don't worry about it. Just bear with me. I want to let you guys know, again, the call-in number. If you would like to call in and read and let me know what words you are choosing to welcome in 2023, our brand new year. The number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and read tonight. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, with the exception of tonight, unfortunately, for those of you at the first. We had Sinister Spittle on with us last week, and he had been on the line holding and waiting to get on for over an hour. And he was maybe, you know, just a a verse into his poem and this show ended. 
abruptly for some reason and totally cut him off, and I felt like crap. And so I got a hold of him, let him know if he would call back in tonight that we would bring him on first. I was not going to make him, after what he did last week, I was going to make him sit there and wait all the way in line. So I am bringing him on first so he can finish his read from last week, just so you don't. All right, so... We do take callers in the order call in, so listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, make sure you introduce yourself. It's really important that people know who you are and that your name is attached to your work. You can read two poems right now, two regular length poems or one long poem. When you are done reading, give your URL. It's real important that people know how to find you and come get to know you and your work better. And then remember, we have a mature rating. That means you are bound to and will probably hear just about anything on here, with the exception of hardcore erotica. You can't do adult porn poems here. All right, we were mature rating, not an adult rating. There's some great shows for that, but this isn't one of them. So you know where that line is. Don't push it. Don't cross it. And we'll all be good. I'm going to go ahead and announce the first three callers, four callers are in the lineup so you have an idea of where you are and how quickly you're coming up. We're bringing Sin on first from last week to finish his poem. And then we have area code 903. We have Mr. Eric Sheldon. Mr. Pineapple at 567 is following him. And then we have Jimmy Ray at 502 coming on. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and grab... Sin. Mr. Spittle, are you with us? This is, not, this is Michael. You got the wrong one. Oh, oops. Hi, Michael. I just wanted to say hi. Great poem, by the way. All right. Talk to you in a minute. Bye. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. My bad. All right. So we are looking for. Oh, Sin, what's your area code? And I need your area code. It's five seven. I know it's five seven three. Five seven three. All right, Sin, is it this one you? It, does, it doesn't help when oh, I'm unmuted. Like you didn't unmute me. Five seven three. We just had this discussion. I <laughs> I know, but that was so 10 minutes ago. I told you, my brain is on freaking Care Bear comfort food drugs right now. I'm just la, la, la. I'm not going to remember shit tonight. (laughs) I I I smoke a lot of weed, and I'm starting to drink again. I can remember too much. I wish I could forget more. Uh, Hello, hello, hello. Happy... Maybe New Year's blessings to all because that's how I roll. I'm all about Thank you, sir. vibrating the curb in the wrong way, and you like it or you get the fuck off. You know? <laughs> it's my year. I would learn. Live to learn. So we got cut off last week, but I'm not going to give you the nice poem first, okay? I'm going to give you a different one. So what I'm bringing into 2023 is me. It would be the year for the art world and the literary world to be spitalized. So watch out. Here I come. I think it's pretty good. All right. So here's the poem. It is whispered deviance to validate reason. Reason deadpan echoes the deluded rhetoric I shot in this. Questioning dams besieged under relentless woe and trepidation. Prolific our portals waxed the tyrannical misgestures you adorned. Upon golden ink doctrines that no infinite touch, I submit grand distance held 
posterity way too far from recognizable dwarf intent. Twisted cyclones of frustrations, eyes burrowed jet line devastation deep. Amidst the pulse beating in the lines of cohesion that bleeds hearts. Dancing wildly from your veranda of overstated afflictions, swept downward besieging of my boundaries while dining my worth. Paradigms magnified. Claustrophobic gyrations fester corner shy the vile contempt. Shivered as weak libations sent dark and corner. Boisterously in diamond intrusions of bank remnants, hope quivers growth. Developing intent-filled purpose where skin can wash clean. Silhouettes of hysteria. Four chambers burned lava passion. Lustful wiles you ignited. Stupid forefront. Dashboard liaison. I was not in called fashion. More of brush fire euphemism from adolescence. Scarred and visceral dousing. Obscure atrocities through epinescent pilfered skies. Turning acceptance. Into a buoy of grotesque, ludicrous derision born under cumulant tides. Dance with my palpitations, drunken in the daffodils of your love. Carpeted Segway wasn't just placed one swept such chain. Torrid penetration that would down the dentist added him. Mouse, closure, clarity. Nuclear fallout is dystopia of burnt persuasion you assumed. Kamikaze-esque munitions dribbled through fattened lip slips. That's what felonious structure you crafted, whistled demise on time, shattering devotion's nebula until it was dismal, ungodly sore. Prolific invocations. Silence restrained the fictions of murals where life was fading. Cleared paths once rotten, overgrown, chaotic manipulations. Sprinkling life under depraved guards of thought, past one. Those infinite murmurs bids you, eternal splendor. We proclaim hope, mockery, breathing, and peace. Wow. I loved that one. You didn't sound yeah. as angry, though, this week. I have to tell you. No. I didn't sound as angry. But, uh, you know, the, it was, I happened to find this contest just like right at the right time. This, this is actually the first poem that's gone straight to computer and not on a notebook. And I couldn't tell you how long. Um, and it was return letters, write, write, a, le- you know, write a letter to someone you no, no longer have and you know, clear the air. But don't tell me, make me feel it. So. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Yep. I, well, I got kicked out. I got kicked out of the contest, but you know, I, I didn't follow the rules. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't follow the rules. <laughs> I didn't follow the rules, but you know, like I told the, the lady, the, the 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 thing I made. You know, this fuck all to your rules, really, because the, the flow happened, and I didn't give a shit anymore about word count and everything else. You don't stop this anymore than I already did. So, yeah. uh, it's good though. It, it needed to be done, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, we get there. But so, you know, I'm not all hate and callous and angry. Um, I know. That. Actually, very, I've known you a I'm long a very time. Happy, I'm a very happy, loving person. And um, just don't piss me off, you know. It's just a like that. You know? <laughs> I have a very, very, very mean part. You know, I was really excited, so, by the way. Hey. I was really excited. You shared your art with me today. 
and a lot of people don't know that you're a painter. And I just wanted to tell you that was awesome, and thank you. Yeah, that's a trick, though. <laughs> that, that's that's uh, that's um that's tiles. Those are going to be for backsplashes, uh, wall art, trick rooms, uh, entryways. Tiles? Oh my! Yeah. God. Okay, now I'm even more excited. And by the way, don't keep me from interrupting you when I'm trying to compliment you. It's very rude of you to interrupt, but I mean, it's, it's even ruder of you not to let me interrupt when I'm trying to compliment you, just so you know. Has <laughs> uh, stopped. But now, see, last week, last week I posted a bunch of pictures on the event page. Did you ever clear that and see those pictures? Because that's the artwork that I'm doing um, for the American Icon series and, and, and whatnot. I posted some there no, I didn't. last week. Um, I didn't see yeah, them so you got to stop being a control freak because you don't allow anybody to post anything to the event page without your permission, and then you forget about it, and then nobody which, gets their which shit Which event up there. page? What event page? Yeah, on Facebook. On Facebook. The, the, the page for the show. The page? Oh, I didn't know you couldn't the, post on there. Yeah, you can't post unless you authorize it. So, yeah, I got stuff sitting there from last week. I'll, I'll send it again on this show. Make sure you clear it, okay? Um, okay, So you can right. see it because I have you know? um, several things. I got Sinister 7 is all drawn up. It's got to go to, to Canvas still. And then I've got the American Icon series. It's about four deep now and seven ideas in. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. Hoodies and... and um, Stuff are going to be eventually of that, especially Uncle Sam. All right. So what's so, your second one, hon? All right. The second one was um, the prompt I kind of gave myself. I, I was texting a friend of mine. I said, uh, Deviant Dawn, my love. And that got me on the net tickled up fancy. So this is what came from it. This is called Luscious Breath. Luscious parodies, seductively swing tango vibrations and pink. The minko drag down weary canals. Mazes gap distance, eternal structure, channeling and caption of growing embers. Devour drunken convictions and dusks late sultry. Those denied under the bruising burn of high noon hour sun. No illusion in their hand, but we can go lost again. The tingle descends from pinky on the left. To brain again. We conquer simulation to what I must conform. Softly now, without ridges, we see design form. Traipsing invigorating vibrations, we current vast oceans might do downbursts of grand ejaculations, mesmerizing moments mirrored under galactic canopies. Adventitious not unto lost obscurity when we saw the fruitings of lust true nature. Blossoming relentless, the plethora that seduced spring's breath. Deviant whirlwinds of scattered strife, cyclone-lighted ideals of scholar conceptions. Ones that birth reasons resolve, and tenacity's perseverance never to fail. Pulses spunk by breasts of raw under the splattered desert. Out-entangled visceral mojo, our chromosomes merge, prolific inertia, explosions of divine projections by purificated. I want to ingest variables of you until dawn's lingerie speckles the horizon, alerting passionate hearts to death, desire roots deep into ones without inhibition. Lost, highlighted demographic matinee, such grand persuasions, pleasantly upon your cherry lips. Smooth, posh talk, less pseudo grandstanding of horse dialect to you. 
I swoon. Paramount now, the escalation of audio ecstasy from brazen guitars and flashy horns. Seductively, we are drunken embers kissing the teal of the air. The Bakari beating. Drunken embers. I love that. You know, while you were reading Sin, you, there was a line in there that I thought was like prettiest. I'm using the word prettiest. Prettiest imagery I have ever heard you write. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I should write that down so I don't forget it. And then you come out with something like something, something grand ejaculations. And immediately I'm sitting there and old faithfuls in my brain from, you know, like the Yellowstone Park. All of a sudden all I can see is old faithful, right? And I totally lost the really cool thing I was going to say about your poem. But I love the part where you talk about drunken embers together. The, the ending of it was, I mean, I think it would be, I, I think if I sat there and told somebody that Sin read a tender poem on the air, they probably wouldn't believe me. But that was the ending of that. that whole, I mean, that was very tender. Sin tender, but tender. It was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I still couldn't. I, I, the line I love the most is, I want to ingest variables of you until dawn's lingerie speckles the horizon. That's, I love that line. I don't know where the fuck I came end. up with that, that's, but that's great. <laughs> everything from that line forward is the ending that I'm talking about, how the ending of that poem, starting right there, exactly with that line, is, I mean, it just, it, it just closes like such this this intense soft exhale it was beautiful Thank I'm you. proud of you a lot of that, 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 that surprised me uh, there, you know there's sinister sexy there's smooth sinister there's, there's bar- you know there's very sin variations. There, there, there are many. <laughs> well, many layers to my little poem. onion. <laughs> <laughs> many need to hang in one of these goddamn trees. All right. Tell everyone how to find you, baby. I love you too, hon. Let everyone know how they can find you no before you take off. No one gives you shit, but if you do, it's Sinister, S-P-I-T-A, I'll Google that shit. I, you know, you'll, you'll see me when I come for you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, sweetie. All right, so I need, by the way, he was talking about me being a control freak and, and all that. And there's a lot of things. I got a message. I'm going to, I've got to this out there real quick. I got a message today from one of our listeners and a very active listener. Um, and he said that it was really hard sometimes that on the show page, I should, at the end of the show, put a list of everybody that called in and read. And I am the only one doing things behind the scene here. I don't have any any assistance. I don't have anyone helping me do any of this stuff, right? So it's real hard for me to – I mean, I, I, in the last 16 years, I've gotten a system to where I can juggle what I can juggle. And so if somebody would like to pay attention to callers that call in, people that call in for me and can give me a list at the end of the show, that would be much appreciated. So I can see if we can do this sustainably so that at the end of each show, I can make a list of people who called in with their Facebook links or whatever and so people can find them. I just, there's no way I can do that and do what I do. So, you know, putting out the call, if somebody does it, awesome, I'm, that would be great. 
So let's go ahead. I'm going to do the lineup again right now because I want to make sure that, oh, come on. I'm hoping this is muted soon. All right. So we've got area code 903 followed by 567-702. And I'm going to go all the way down because we've got kind of a full list and I need everyone to know where they are. So we have 731-916-850-832-216-815-860-7, or excuse me, 419-832-732-615. And then we have 903, which I don't recognize that number, but then we have uh, Karen at 581, and I believe... Six, seven, eight. So you guys are not in the lineup. Nine zero three five one eight six seven eight. You guys are not in the lineup. If you want to come on, press one on your phone, and that alert me. It's okay to unmute your line if you're here just listening and hanging out. Very happy to see all of you here. Happy New Year to you. And if you change your mind at any time, nine zero three five one eight. Nine zero three and five one eight. All right, I see you up there, Jack. Uh, so five, uh, 518 and 903, if either of you change your mind any time and would like to come on the air and read, just go ahead and press 1, and you're good to go. Otherwise, just hang out, listen, glad you're here. So let's go ahead and grab our first caller, area code 903, Mr. Eric Sheldon. Are you with us? Hello, Nyla. Hello, I'm with you. Eric. <laughs> you are. How are you, my darling? I'm doing a lot better. I went to the doctors and got medicine. Yes. And, and then, then I thought I got sick after that, and I was a little bit. Um, so I'm waiting. Hope, hopefully I'll be all the way where I can start working tomorrow. So well, You sound that'd be nice. so, so much better. You're just sick enough that uh, it thanks. leaves that kind of a sexy gravel to your voice. But your voice sounds so much better than you have. I'm so glad that I can, I mean, I can tell you're feeling better, and that really makes me happy. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome, my dear. Well, I got, uh, this is my newest one, actually, so I go with that, out with the old and with the new, like we talked about it uh, last time. So what I did was, uh, well, I'll just read it first, and then I'll explain to you where where I got it from. So this is... uh, Lady in Red, Phantom, by Eric Shelvin. Once on New Year's Eve, 1920s, the Drake Hotel hosted huge event, grand opening party. A mesmerized woman in a red dress lost her husband when she was dancing and turning with every man there and thought maybe be thrown and headed back to their room. Found him with another woman and he said she's just a friend the woman in the red woman the woman in red shook her head and said you know is more than that she left their room and went up the stairs to the rooftop and felt the cool air and she leapt to her death since then guests have reported seeing her apparition in gold coast room Palm Court, top 10th floor, the roof, and ballroom. Her restless soul condemned to replaying her final night wandering 
looking to find peace with the final tragic chapter of her life, spontaneous apparition shows up in a red dress. That's in peace. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. So this is not my story. This is actually a story I found online, and this happened in Chicago. It actually happened on New Year's Eve. So I found nine. I think I actually sent you those. I did send you the Yuletides, too, the Yule Lads, my mm-hmm. So I wanted to turn it into a poem. It is an actual American ghost story. Um, they say that you can actually see. I'll see. I'll send you the photo that someone actually took. So, you know, I don't know about all that, but... <laughs> That's what that's what they say. So, all right. Well, I got um, I got we got time for two or. Yeah, we got time for two. Okay, cool, awesome. I'll read this one. I was going to read this one last time. So here we go. So, um, oh, so the yeah, so the Drake Hotel is an actual place you can actually go visit it. It has a couple other stories as well. I'm going to be doing more. Uh, ghost stories and turn them into short poems. So, and that one I did all in limericks, but I did not do the rhyme because I didn't have time. I just wrote it like literally right before the show. So here we go. All right, thirteen nights of Yule lads visits before Christmas by Eric Shulman. <laughs> On the first night leading up to Christmas, a troll from Icelandic mountains named Gryla, mother of Yule lads, came to eat beat and of naughty and unbehaved children cooks children and men in her cauldron she had 15 tails on each tail she had a a hundred balloons every balloon contained 20 children has 300 heads and three eyes on each head with her came it, it her oh sorry with her came her black cat whom eats only new brand new clothing and whomever doesn't get new clothing for you. Her husband named Lapaldi is not that evil, but a a loathsome akin. She gave her 13 sons troll milk to drink to her husband and he put them in a bag. Others claim that she has bad nails on each finger eyes in the back of her head and horns like a goat. The ears dangle down to her shoulders and are fastened to her nose. Her chin is bearded and her teeth are like charcoal. On the second night leading up to Christmas came sheep coat Claude came to our sheep farm who wants to suck as many ewes as he could but he couldn't because of his stiff peg legs. On the third night leading up to Christmas came Goli Gok, had gray hair and and mane into the cow barn from his rangy ravine, hiding in in the stalls, stealing milk, while the milkman gave the cow herd a meaningful smile. On the fourth night leading up to Christmas, Stubby came, a short, stunted man who watched for every chance to whisk off a pan, stilling it away, scraping off the bits, stuck to the bottom brims were his favorites. 
on the fifth night leading up to Christmas came spook spook look uh spoon supposed to be spoon looker. Or no spoon mm-hmm. yeah. That's spoon looker, my bad. I messed I messed it up. That's fine. Okay, uh spindle spindle then he was he hid himself in clover and entered when the cook wasn't around and stepped up grappling the stirring spoon. Glee held it with two hands because it was slippery. On the sixth night leading up to Christmas came pot scraper. Funny chap when kids gave out scrappings. He came to the door and tapped. They ran looking for a guest. Uh, They ran looking for a guest. He ran to the pot, stole and ate his scrappings feast. On the seventh night leading up to Christmas came bowl liquor, was shockingly ill-bred. From underneath bedsteads stuck his ugly head when bowls were left to be licked by dogs and, or cats. He snatched them for himself, being extremely talented at that. On the eighth night leading up to Christmas came Door Slammer, a sorry vulgar chap. Slammed doors and was lark happy with reeked havoc. Heard hinges creak and squeak when people took naps during twilight. On the ninth night leading up to Christmas came Skyir, yogurt gobbler, who was an awful, stupid bloke, lamb blasted till the yogurt tub stood and gobbled his greed was well known until to burst he bleated, howled, and groaned. On the tenth night leading up to Christmas came Sausage Swiper, a shifty burglar, climbed up rafters, found food in there, sitting on the crossbeam and sut, and in smoke he fed himself a sausage fit for gentlefolk. On the eleventh night leading up to Christmas came Window Peep, Weird little fool who stepped to the window and stole a peep in whatever caught his eyes mostly or most likely attempted to capture it later on. On the twelfth night leading up to Christmas came Meat Hook, his talent displayed on Thorlax Day, snagged himself a morsel of meat, any sorts his hook was at times a little too short. On the 13th night leading up to Christmas came Candle Beggar, was cold if he was not the last of the Yule Lads on Christmas Eve. He trailed after the little ones who, sprite happy, ran about their farms with their tallow lights, wanted to eat the tallow candles because they were made of animal fat on Christmas Day, wise man writes, lads were restraint, stared, then one by one left into the frost and snow. On twelfth night, last of the lads used to go. Their highlands footprints effaced for long memories turned into images and songs. That's in peace. You know, it's crazy. You know, <laughs> the Nords... We're like really some messed up people using those. Those were children's stories. 
Okay. So what yeah. happens is on salts, because I celebrate Yule, I don't celebrate um, Christmas just because I, you know, <coughs> I am Norse, so I am right. Celtic. So I celebrate the old holidays, and it, Yule starts on the longest night of the year, which is the winter solstice, the darkest night of the year. Mm-hmm. Every, every day after that, it starts to get light. It starts getting lighter. And so they celebrate you all the way to the first of the year, all the way to January 1st. Right. And every night, kids are told to put their shoes in the window. And if they've been good, they get a piece of candy. If they are bad, then one of the Yule boys will come and visit them. And, and right. you know, or, you know, later on it was Krampus was the, you know, but, yeah, one of the, and you think about when, what was fascinating to me is when you read that, if you guys get a chance, go look up your, your, the Yule Boys, 13 Yule Boys, and read it, because as Eric was going through that, right, and talking about, you know, there's mm-hmm. door sniffer, you know, who will, you know, he comes and sniffs around your door, and if he smells baked goods, then he'll jump in and steal your baked goods, and, there's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pot liquor and sausage stealer and yogurt, you know, all, all these different ones. And you think, God, that's really stupid. You know, he's going to come in and steal my yogurt. Yeah. But if you think about the way the Norse <laughs> lived, you know, all of the threats right. in here were like horrible, horrible threats. Because if any of these things happened, like you could starve to death. And so I, what right. I love about it so much is, is how it shows the culture and the the things that were important and necessities and staples and the things that got them through winter until the light returned. And that was the whole point of it is, you know, if, you know, light's finally starting to return. It's the festival of rebirth and light. And, you know, if you aren't good, then these things are going to get taken away and we will not make it. So, you know, it just sucked some way. I couldn't imagine sitting down and telling kids those stories. Because I mean, you were pretty right. sweet. You were you were pretty nice. You left a lot, out a lot of the brutalness. You know, it's like well, yeah. like cramping. You know, if you're that, not good, he'll come steal yeah. you and put you in a bag and beat you with a stick right. and then boil you alive and eat you. And that's something we would tell our children. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I had actually found a I found a website. I know I sent you that one, but there's a woman mm-hmm. that's on a podcast. She actually reads it in Icelandic. And she reads it in English. She talks about all the custom foods and traditions. And she talked about the you put your shoe in the in the window, mm-hmm. and uh, you either got uh, you either got I think it was clematine or, or clematine. Yeah, or a rotten potato. Yeah, candy or so, rotten potato. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But yeah, that no, they were, I what like. I heard, they were <laughs> a lot worse, too. So, so this one, yeah, they're, this they one were not nice. That was mild, what you read. <laughs> 1932, yeah, this was from 1932. Um, I forgot what that guy's name. I have the name. I can't remember what, I can't remember what the name is. But anyways, uh, I actually have it on my Facebook, too. I can look it up. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. They have all sorts well, thank of what's cool. Thank you for reading that, because I go. love it. You're welcome. And I wanted to make, you know, as as close as I could, I, you know, I use the characters in their own mythology. So, but that's one thing I wanted to do. So I'm glad you liked it. And uh, I'll let the next poet come on. Oh, yeah. Did you want the, uh, oh, my bad. Never mind. Go ahead. Sorry. Just yammering. Well, 
Go ahead and tell everyone how to find you, and then I have a question real quick. Okay. All right. You can find me on Facebook. It's Eric Shellman. Find me on Twitter. It's Eric Shellman. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Eric Shellman. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Spill words, Eric Shellman, and allpoetry.com. It's Eric Shellman. And that's it. Perfect. All right. So I, I didn't, I forgot doing this with Finn. Remember I said I'm going to do this with every caller and I didn't. So one of the things that you said you're looking at doing in 2023 is writing more ghost stories, right? Yes. Yes, I am. Cool. So what I'm doing so, is I am, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm going to, I want to get through this with all of you. So, and I don't want to, we've got, a, we've, okay, well, I'll, I'll do that first. Just go ahead and tell me real quick. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Okay. I was just saying, yeah, I'm get, I'm getting ghost stories and, uh, I mean, already ones that already exist. I'm, I'm turning them in, they're actual stories. I'm turning them into a poem right now. That's main, that's mainly what I'm doing, but I but I have uh, but I have I am going to be writing. Uh, I need I need to write. I came up with an idea for this year. I'm going to write every time that I have defied death and uh, have been in a horrific real life situation and overcame it. And it'll be a psychological horror. But I am, I do want to write. Uh, I'm going to start finally uh, epic poem, and also I want to do a horror short story anthology, and uh, and uh, what was the other? I think that's it. Yeah, and of course I still got to finish my book that I'm working on too. So go ahead. <laughs> That'll give Perfect. You a All right. Idea. So. Does that answer your that. question? All right. So, if, okay, yeah. cool. is, there, is there anything we're like doing workshops and you know, talk to, you know, explain to people the difference between publishing a, you know, self-publishing a book and publishing a chat book and all of this stuff. So. Um, oh yeah, I'd be down to do. I'd be down to do that. I know mean, we well, need to finally do that. I've been saying that for a while. You? What would help you? What is something that would help you? Something that would help me. I yeah, learned self publishing and traditional. I mean, I learned all that on my own, but mm-hmm. <laughs> well, maybe then what I mean, would help it, you I mean, workshop is still... to do a workshop. Yeah, right. That's what I thought I was. Yeah, that's what I thought I was getting at. Right. Yeah, I should do one. Right. I should do more down. than one. And we can do my newest forms where I merged my forms together and have like seven. You know, the ones I have different forms in each uh, stanza, ones I've been writing lately for my book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I can break that apart, and I could. we could talk about uh, really anything. I mean, that's just one. So, yeah, that sound good? It does sound good. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome to do. And then we could say, you know, maybe have one about, why I love poetry and who inspired me and you know, so on and so forth. That'd be cool. That would be very cool. But, All right. 
Let's get on that. Yeah. Just get with me later Thanks. on. Remind I me, will. you're welcome. I will, Eric. So happy New Year to you, my Thanks love. Thanks so much. Happy New Year's, okay. Nyla. Love you. And have a great love night. You too, Talk to you next week. Yeah. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. So, guys, I, I sometimes I go off on tangents. And I don't want to talk. I do that a lot. So keep me in line. You know, say, hey, we need to get back in line. I look, like, shut, shut up or whatever. But when I bring you on, I do want to know what your goals are for 2023. And I do want to know what kind of a workshop would help you, whether it's learning poetry forms or whether it's, you know, publishing or whether it's, you know, talking about how not to write predictable rhymes or whatever it is. Um, you know, give me some ideas. All right, so let's go ahead and grab five, six, seven, five, six, seven. You're on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Pineapple Sixteen. Hey, Pineapple. How are you, my darling? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, figure since it's a new year, um, poem I'm going to do tonight is the very first poem that I added to the iTunes music store and it's on Spotify and all those other places too. Uh, it's been on there for a couple of years, but um, after I added some music and sound effects to it, but um, it's called yo, the pain jalapeno. So I'm eating breakfast, lunch or dinner. It doesn't matter what. I want the flavor to be noticed. I want it to strut. I want the flavor so intense you cannot beat. Give me those Scovilles and turn up the heat. I've heard about the ghost pepper and Carolina Reaper, but always for me, the jalapeno is a keeper. Yo, I love the pain from the jalapeno. I add them to my eggs and PB&J. I want jalapeno the whole damn day. Yo, I love the pain from the jalapeno. I add them to spaghetti or beans and rice. I want the heat on my pizza every single slice. Yo, I love the pain from the jalapeno. They're pretty and green and smooth to the touch. If I eat a whole pepper by itself, is that too much? Yo, I love the pain from the jalapeno. Peeling raw onions will make you a crier. The jalapeno piled high will set your mouth on fire. Yo, I holla from the pain, from the jalapeno. Yo, I love the pain from the jalapeno. And poem. You know, you remind me of someone... One of the one of the quotes we've lost recently, by the you know actually, but you remind me a lot of Charles C. B. Banks because he wrote about food all the time, and he knew that the show came on when I was you know during my dinner time, and so like I never eat till really late on Thursdays, and I always get really hungry, you know, where I like, like gnaw my gnaw my way through a wall like a rat just to smell someone's pizza type of hungry. <laughs> and he used to take such delight in coming on and reading poems about food. Just this devilish delight. He would come on intentionally and do that because he knew I'd be just <laughs> like drooling on my keyboard and stuff. And so, I mean, probably ninety percent, almost ninety, probably ninety percent of the poems you've you've read on here have been about food. Yeah, I I, I write about food more than any other specific. Um, <laughs> 
topic. Um, so funny. And um, I've written a lot about ice cream because I'm an ice cream man. Although I, the first poem I ever wrote about ice cream was before I was an ice cream man. So it was kind of worked out cool. But, um, um, and as far as your question goes about goals for this year pertaining to writing, um, my only, my only goal for writing this year relates more to not necessarily poetry stuff, um, other than trying to add more music and sound effects to poems I've already written. But um, mm-hmm. so I, record I had more. a book published. Right. Um, I had a book published um, about the ice cream truck nine years ago, and I'm working on another book, and um, not about the ice cream truck, but um, I'm actually working on several books, and um, so that, that's my writing goals for this year. Very is cool. to have, so is there anything um, that the community can do, like if we were to do a workshop talking about you know, is there some kind of technique in the recording you want to learn, or is there something about something? Is there any kind of a workshop that or thing that we could do and talk about that would be helpful for you? Um, right now, I can't. I can't think of anything, but I'll. I'll have to give that some thought and then uh, get back to you next week. Well, I'll be, if I'll be think asking. Yeah, I'll be asking again next week. <laughs> Yeah, so that'll be yeah. cool. That's fine. Perfect. All right, my love. Tell everyone how to find you. Well, I, yeah, because I figured it's like, okay, there's so many people in line. I'm I'm only going to do the one poem today. And, oh, that's right. You didn't um, read your second one. No, but I don't need to. I don't need to because I know, you know, you get all these distractions. And I I had a second one ready, but I was like, okay, I don't need to do one. I'll you know I'll do it another time. Your poems but, aren't um, very long. Will you please read it? Your poems are not very long. Please okay. read it. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this actually relates to the book that I mentioned about the ice cream truck. Okay, and this is uh, lessons from an ice cream truck book poem by Pineapple Sixteen. People scream for ice cream. It's totally true. Crowds are everywhere when the skies are blue. Something not as obvious, which may seem insane, is the desire for ice cream in the pouring rain. I have also sold ice cream when it was 29 degrees. People still buy ice cream when they're about to freeze. The excitement of my rival might set off alarms. I have sold lots of ice cream on Amish farms. When the sun goes down, I'm not even close to done. Late night parties are where I add to the fun. Finding the right crowd is like discovering a rare gem. More than once, I have sold ice cream past 4 a.m., Many customers have chased me to get their ice cream snack. I have sold to dozens of dogs, a few horses, a donkey, and a macaque. I distribute ice cream and fun memories, too. Some are only a buck. I have learned many 
fun, exciting things in the last 10 years. These are the lessons from an ice cream truck. <laughs> and home. I love it. <laughs> that was yeah, really fun, Kevin. Yeah, and I made a video of that, which uh, I put on YouTube to help promote my book, which, and like I said, it was nine years ago. This this year will be my 19th year driving an ice cream truck. And actually, that would be awesome. And actually, when I say this will be, because um, normally I haven't sold ice cream yet in January, but I actually sold some ice cream yesterday, and I live in northwest Ohio, but it was 60 degrees here yesterday. And shout out to the other Buckeyes on hold because I heard you say 419 and 216, and those are Ohio mm-hmm. people. <laughs> so I have a, 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 just a real quick seed for thought that I'm going to plant with you. All right. So you write so okay. much about food. I want you to find somebody who is an illustrator. And I want them I want you to talk to them and to exchange ideas and brainstorm and I want them to come up with an illustration of a character that is going to be the voice of your next poetry book which is going to be called Food Fetish. <laughs> and then throughout your book you're going to have all of your they're all going to be poems from the food fetish guy, you know, whatever you name him. And then you'll have your illustrator go in through the book and, like, and just like a little character type guy or something. But as, you go, as you're reading through your book, he's going to pop up like he's walking across the page or he's going to be sitting cross-legged in the corner of the page eating an apple or something like that. that that's, mm. I'm, I, I, just, I see that. I see that in your future, food fetish. But you need a character for it. You need to, you need to have the person that it's in the voice of. Right. That's a that's a cool idea. Um, yeah. One of the um, I have actually talked to a couple different artists who focus more on drawing um, because I've been trying to find an illustrator for some of my poem ideas that need to be turned into children's books because I was told too many times that I need to be a children's book author because of the way I write and some of the things I write about that are silly. And I finally agreed that, that yes, that does have to happen. And um, so so we'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, let's let's brainstorm on that a little bit. We'll see what we can help you come up with because, uh, you know, maybe that's a workshop we could do, how to find illustrators for your work. That might be helpful. Yeah, yeah. All right, Kevin, my sweets, we will – it is Kevin, right? Well, yeah, that's my legal name, but, yeah, everybody can find me I'm the on... only one that can call him Kevin, you guys, because membership <laughs> has its privileges. It is Mr. Yeah. Pineapple to yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody can find me on, on YouTube and iTunes and the various other places as Pineapple16, and it's Roman style, so it's Pineapple16. X V I. 
So, awesome. so I know there's lots of other people waiting to speak. So I will talk to you later and happy new year. <laughs> happy new year to you. Thank you, sweetheart. Yep. See you later. All right. Our next caller. Dun, dun, dun. One and only amazing Mr. 702. It is all you. Oh, stop with the crazy introductions. It's just me, Nyla. <laughs> Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist in the house. Nyla, happy new year. Happy new year to you, love. It's been a so what, what's going on with you? What is your goal for the year, and what is it you okay. want to be working on? Okay, so my goal uh, for the year, um, I think, and I think you already know this, um, right, is seven zillion poems a day while standing on my head. No Watching your wife do the forbidden you dance. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> you, didn't think, you didn't think I caught that. Um, yeah, uh, no, so we're going to finally get, and I, it's funny because I've talked to people that like, you don't have a book out yet. No, I haven't put a book out yet, but we're gonna, that's this year. So the first actual book by Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist, will be released this year. It's going to happen. Hell or high water, it's going to happen. I'll give you more details on it as we get more details on it. But it's interesting because I thought, you know, I've got all these poems already written. I just need to put the right ones together into a book. Sounds pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I think it would be easier to just write all new poems for a book because going through everything I have and finding out what's going to work with what is proving to be an artist's task, but we're going to make it happen. The other thing is... And one of the things uh, is food for thought. Let me just throw this in there because you said it, and it, you know it's one of the things that I would probably go over in one of my workshops, but that is, you know, you're talking about I would probably write all new poems for it, and you just heard me talk to pineapple about you know you've got a a character in your book your book's all food poems it's about a you know this character with a food fetish and you write all these crazy poems about this guy with you know this little character character cartoony guy that has a food fetish you know it'd be really fun but writing to a theme a consistent theme in a book is really on trend for the poetry market now you know unlike back during Byron's day where you just took everything that you wrote and threw it in a book and people just read through it you know it's it's better to tell a story or or stick to a theme or go through seasons with the poems like you know you have a section about sorrow you have a section about you know joy you have a section but if you put things together in a cohesive theme. Number one, it holds people's attentions longer. The story of it is going to market better and people are more apt to read it all the way through. You know, whereas if you pick up a book on Byron, you know, right now, you might read one or two poems, but you're going to set it down because, you know, it's just everyone's different. There's nothing that's going to commit you to it besides the fact that we love Byron, right? So I love that you brought that up and said you're going to write all new poems for it, you know, and I, I still keep thinking you just need to do your characters, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not going to write all new poems for it. I was just saying it would probably be an easier, faster uh, process if I did. Um, no, we have a, 
centerpiece um, already picked out, a centerpiece poem, basically. Uh, and it's just a matter of finding stuff that will go cohesively with that. I don't write in themes, and I don't write other than some character poems, which I don't have enough of them to compile an entire book yet. But, but that but will when be... When you do, and when you write that book, I'm flying to Vegas, and I'm going to bring everything I need, and I'm going to fly to Vegas, and I'm going to do the photo shoot of you for your cover. For which book? For the first one? For your book's characters, when you finally get ready to do that and get it done and you're ready to, you know, I want to do your cover. I want to do a photo shoot for your cover. Well, it's definitely food for thought. So we're but def- we have we're to gonna, have, we have, to have do... Misty in the background doing the forbidden dance. That's just a must. <laughs> so, but we're, so that's definitely a goal, and, it's, and we're going to make that happen. And the, then the other thing is uh, starting up live uh, performances again, uh, something I always like doing before. It's been a long time, and the only real plan for that is uh, keeping in with the uh, motif of the old shows of spontaneous fun. It's not just going to be me getting on there and reading poem after poem. It's going to be all these poems. We'll talk, I'll talk about creative process. Uh, def, read other people's works, crack a joke, sing a John Prine song, whatever comes to my mind, and just have fun with it. And uh, so that will be coming up fairly soon as well. And um, this year, for my first piece of the read tonight, I chose it because, and I posted it today, um, I met some really cool people in the later, part, latter half of this past year, and uh, incredible talents. And one of them is now one of our new alum here at uh, Speakeasy, and that is Rich, dead uh, society poet, and uh, mm-hmm. he's an old captain, right? Man is incredible, and we had got to talking. Captain, and, my uh, captain. Yeah, we had got to talking, and this is what I always try to tell people, you know, if you're stuck or you're in a rut, you hear somebody on the show and you know, reach out, we like that. It's cool, and uh, something really amazing can come of it. So I casually just threw it out to him. You know, I, your, your poems are amazing. I told him, I said, I'd love to read over it. And I said, yeah, that's great. And uh, I had him select this poem. And uh, it was really an honor for me to be able to read this. Hope I can do it justice live. But we did do a recording of it already. And um, this is called Rhythm of Your Name. Familiar ground burns my feet. War waged between heart and mind. Bleeding words and broken pieces and dusty volumes of paper and ink. Succumbing to the wear and tear of hourglass sand. Tyrants and fools plot to steal our joy. Poisoning the marrow. Tying our tongues of dissent. Divinely we stumble through a fruitless garden. Where starving birds wait to pick us clean. So bless me with your song. In the painted light of dawn, I'll dance between the empty graves to the rhythm of your name for at least another day. End poem. Wow. Yeah, and that was written by a rich, dead society poet. Follow him. Check him out. So much good stuff. He will be reading tonight, I believe. So, you know, that was, uh, that was, that was amazing. You know, it was, and you have to, if you don't, if you haven't done it, and a lot of us other poets have, but, you know, reading somebody else's work that's just, has already captured you by reading it on, in print or on screen, and then reading it aloud and being part of, part of it, and, and especially if, it, if it's in any way at all, you can 
drum up even a little bit more recognition for them um, is an amazing feeling, as is when you write something and somebody honors you by reading it as well. So um, that was a lot of fun. Well, I think that uh, you gave him chills, if I believe what is written here in the chat room. Um, I think you did a fantastic job of it, and it was absolutely, absolutely a great poem, my darling captain. So, and, you know, and Rick you, does, yeah, he, his poems do, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. No, I just say his poems are very, uh, usually uh, not much longer than that, sometimes shorter, and just speak volumes for for what mm-hmm. is there. And it's, uh, so yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking out. Now. Yes, Marilla? What else are you going to read? I was just giving Missy shit. I said her goal for the month or for the year is to call into the show. Just so you know. <laughs> well, she's got a whole year to do it. Yeah, she's got a whole year to okay. do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so I didn't really have anything specific. That was the main thing I wanted to read for the first of the year because it was special to me to connect with this fantastic uh, poet and just a great man, a good friend uh, who's become a good friend. And so that was my, that was my, my, my biggie. Uh, so the other one I chose to read is called, and I just picked one. I thought, you know what, I, this is, a, this is one that I wrote fairly recently. And I said, Nyla would like this. So Nyla would like it. It's worth reading. This is called Paychecks and Car Wrecks. Jinx caught a light on the fireside with a head full of diamonds and a midnight ride. Purgatory calling, drum beats falling. Some things you just cannot abide. Saddle up your horse for Judgment Day. Fishing for a body down at Wilbur Creek in the sky is a bloodshot moon. Sheriff keeping lookout by the old mill bridge, but I know you'll be coming soon. Board that gasoline before the sun burns out. Mean Joe Black was overtime, Cynthia lady on the dance. Sold his soul to the howling moon. Now she'll never get the chance. Applejack and old moonshine, barter your heart for the booze. Old jagged bottom of the Edmund, found some gold coins in a bag, traded them fast. For a night in the past, the dreams don't bulge, man. They sag. Gold will be worthless when the big wave comes in. Stones throw from a lemonade stand to Brenda James and idly graves, lashed to a tree by the side of the road. Nothing and no one to save. Paychecks and car wrecks will be lost memories of the old. Ripping out fish guts with a spoon knife as the hermit stares down at the blood, trying to find the cigarette I dropped. This one is covered with blood. Dust in the ground awaits. Our lives no purpose. End game. Watch out for the broken glass. Better go put on your boots, or their rage will never subside, and the chest is devoid of food. Talk to me softly. Hard times on the way. I'll keep spewing my rhymes until there's nothing left to say. And that sand palm? Hmm? Was that end poem? You cut out right at the end. Yeah, I said end poem. You tried to hear me. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you know, no, I was trying to end strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think when you when you ended the poem, you 
you moved a little bit or something and it cut out and I couldn't understand what the last things were. That's why I had to ask. But because I, I do know that you have dramatic pauses sometimes. Yeah. So it was, um, so the last two lines are, I'll keep spewing my rhymes until there's nothing left to say. And as you said before, I, and I always believe that, I go back to a lot of my older bones and I, and I noticed that in all of them I at least try, at least make that attempt to make those last two or four lines of last stanza, power, a powerful ending. Like a, it sounds like an end note, but also powerful, either in a moralistic way or in a, um, uh, you know, emphasizing uh, an idea that was, was brought throughout the piece. So, uh, yeah, that's another thing that I always try to do, and I think it's a good idea for everybody to really try to do that. Because sometimes you don't remember everything, especially in a longer poem like that, but sometimes those last few lines can hammer home and, and they might stick with you. Mm-hmm. And which is also one of the reasons we'll get into that in a workshop, but, you know, it makes me absolutely crazy when someone says I write something once and I never touch it again and it's just done and I never edit. Editing is so important, you know, well, and, and, well, and it really well, is. Even if you don't change a word, editing is important. Well, I listened back to that, and, and we talked about this because you sent me that, first um that big interview that you did with me on the speakeasy way 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 back i know that was my my big thing back then was i'm raw i don't edit and i I was able yeah it was it wasn't a coincidence i said that with you (laughs) no and 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 and, and, but the thing is is that and that's part of growth that's part of getting older and getting wiser i mean i can look back and fortunately i was able to skate on that for quite a while because um I, I just had the ability with with first takes, or I, I, well, I guess just put it that way, where it comes out pretty good. But I realize, um, in retrospect, that um, and I, and we talked about this in the last few years, especially, um, I've completely come full circle on that. And yes, editing is supremely important, and um, it doesn't have to change the poem. That was my thing. For I want it to be. Yeah, not, you don't have to change the whole idea. No, and Sometimes, you don't. Even if you don't change a word, editing is important because sometimes it's moving a punctuation or sometimes it's just changing, taking out a filler word because I'm I'm a huge stickler on filler words. And it, but you know, I, I the words that don't add anything to, but distract from a sentence. Those are filler words. Um, You know, it can be just moving a line break so that the, that the, you know, that the reader pauses where you need them to pause. So, I mean, editing really, really is important if you plan on doing something with your poetry. Well, I'm, and it is, and uh, in several pieces now. Unfortunately, the, the flip side of that is with the story like poems I do, like the ballad of uh, Jimmy Freeman and, and some of the other ones that I've read on here, um, some of the longer uh, lengthy stories that are really um, detailed out, there's literally no way to tell them without some of those filler words being in there. I, I just, I, it won't come out as a story, and those, but that, but for that type of poet, poetry, it's a little different. But yes, for a poem like, well, for example, the one that I read, Richard wrote tonight, is a perfect example of zero filler, very poetic, very, you know, you know, just mm-hmm. spot on. And that's that's really how you want it. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that um, the edit has to be there. And the other thing, part of editing for me is, and for the last few years has, has been reading back my poems out loud to myself more than once because yeah. you look at it on the 
you look at it and read it silently, it, sometimes you reading it aloud, you can get, and the other thing you want to catch is not just editing for punctuation and for spelling and for words you didn't want or, or wanted to add, but it's also for flow. It's got yeah. flow. You know, and I've had to change All right, sweetheart. All right. I, I, um, so, I didn't. Go ahead. At Instagram, Facebook, well, Facebook uh, author page, Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry, and then Word Machinist on YouTube, Reverb Nation, TikTok, Instagram. Check it out. I got all my videos there. Doing some cool stuff. And I will we'll be doing lives, and I'll uh, keep you posted on that. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. And give Missy a hug for me, okay? We'll do that. <laughs> All right, sweetie, thank you. All right. So here's the deals, guys. We have, right now, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 callers and two that are not in the lineup. 518 and 407 are not in the lineup. So we have a lot of you to get on. You can read two short, you know, short normal poems, one long poem. I don't want to switch it back to just one. Read your first poem. I'm going to ask you to read your second, okay? And I'm not going to comment until you're done reading your second one. And I'm going to keep my comments really short so that I make sure that all of you get on and all of you get heard and all of you get a chance to read too. I don't want to take that away from you. And my mouth is going to do that if I keep talking. All right. So let's go ahead and get area code. So two shorter normal ones, one long one. I'm going to have you read both of them. I will comment very briefly, and we'll go from there. Um, we may hold off till next week on answering all these questions, unless you already have an answer and you want to give it to me. If you don't have an answer, then I'm not going to ask you. You can just give it to me if you have it on the questions I had for this night, because I'm making sure you guys get on. That's okay. So shut up and bring someone. What a great idea. Okay, area code 731, you are on the air. Mike, Hello, now. It's come Michael. save me. Michael Todd, we, we talked earlier today. All right. Hi, Mike. Poem, poem number one from way back in the year 2022 called Regalia. The most traumatic occurrences in our past are what shape us who we are. Also vital are our most exhilarating moments. It is a dichotomy of sorts, I suppose. All those classic fairy tales were based on tragedies of epic proportions. Jack and Jill based on royalty gone wrong is a favorite. Still, the analogies of these are infinite and a world of fun to adapt to our professional, personal lives. The path just gets the darker the further we traipse along. If we should see a night flower bloom and revel in its regalia, we're in a good place. If we see it engaging in a carnivorous act, it is probably time to stop turn slowly, and walk away. In poem. I have <laughs> turn a slowly poem. and walk <laughs> away. <laughs> Go ahead. My second poem. It's from 2016, and it's called Flaunt for Dinah. I have no desire to contemplate life so far as I can tell. Regardless of how it is perceived, it comes in degrees. I have no discerns of how or when I stumbled in and fell. I am content with the resolve you brought me to my knees. If I had hold on any of your personas, I'd claim the bell, outgoing, freely giving, all you want when the police. I despair when you're not in your lair, caught up in your spell, 
metaphorical story is all this time about birds and bees. You have an endearing way about you. It tends to compel me to hold steadfast as I hold back to see how it plays, content for now at catching a glimpse on your carousel while sitting on a park bench in hopes of locking gaze. I've convinced myself it is never your intention to quell. I'm reasonably sure it's not your inclination to talk. If it's the last thing I'll do, I'll coach you out of your spell, engaging to persuade you to do what you do best, flaunt. You're on a long leash as I contemplate my best hard sell. It is a short matter of time until you step up and surge, standing at your door working up the nerve to ring your bell, knowing full well the time is at hand. You're on the verge. End poem. Wow. Both of those were amazing, Michael. Absolutely incredible. Thanks. Y'all can find me at com. I want to get that in. First show of the year. (laughs) Happy New Year to you, sweetheart. I am so glad you were able to call in and share, and you did fantastic. And I love you dearly. Love you too. Bye. (laughs) Bye, Michael. Okay. He does so good at keeping me in line. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. Area. I'm a professional. Don't try this at home, kids. 850, you are on the air. Hey, Constantine in the chat room. Hello. Okay. 850, can you hear me? Uh, 850, that would be the captain. (laughs) Yes, sir, it would. How are you, honey? I I thought I was, uh, I'm doing good. I thought I was further down the list. (laughs) 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 I was in the back of the wheelhouse washing my coffee pot out in the back of the wheelhouse. I was like, oh, wait, that's me. So, anyway, Happy New Year, everyone. And uh, awesome job, Jimmy. Uh, I'm humbled and uh, blushing. But uh, I wanted to, uh, uh, well, you know, I'm not going to, oh, sorry, let me turn this radio. You know, I'm not going to take a ton of time, but uh, the uh, for this year, uh, I hope to do, I have a couple of short stories, or whatever, as I think of them right now, as short stories that I think I want to get that stuff on paper and kind of change, kind of put my mind in a different place and kind of process some different stuff. And uh, I'm uh, planning on working on that here pretty soon. And uh, as of 4 a.m. this morning, uh, I submitted the manuscript and the cover for my fourth book, which was called Bar Napkin Love Letters. So hopefully that's going to be available here soon. That is awesome. I'm excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. And, You're uh, welcome. This uh, this is a short little short little thing here. Uh, I'll do this one. <clears throat> it is untitled. It's actually not untitled. I just don't damn remember it. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> 
With anchored tongue, I wield this pen in fury, a sky har harvesting memory blown by broken winds of a reluctant sunrise. Marooned in a gulf of loathing, bound in the moon's dark allure and the noose I tied myself. Captive to the burn, kind of in the way heaven always has a crush on hell. End poem. Wow, that was amazing. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, appreciate you are that. Very welcome. And uh, I uh, I don't rhyme often, but sometimes it happens. And a couple of days ago, uh, I kind of had fun with this one, and I like the way this one came out. And uh, so, uh, this is called "Wanna Be Bard." <clears throat> A deal scattered tales of love and regret, parts of flame and mythology of sunset, numberless souls and pyres yet to light, dancing whiskey tongues at broken midnight, songs of wishes cast at runaway stars, howls for the moon, howls for the moon, and fireflies in jars. I'm a devil in the rain with no Jesus at the wheel, just loan me some ink and some fire to steal. Dreams of yesterday leave tomorrow scarred, but take no pity on this wannabe bard. This fool's narrative unwritten would be such a crime, so just sit down, and I'll tell you the truth, one lie at a time. In post. Wow. Fantastic job on both <laughs> of those, sweetheart. Thanks, man. You're very welcome, my darling captain. Thank I know you. your name's Thank Rich, you. but I really like calling you Captain. Is that okay? It's that's fine. It's it's <laughs> oh, it is it is quite all right. It is quite all right. And uh, yeah, Thank you. I I appreciate I appreciate getting in and uh, enjoying everybody's reads and uh, just everybody have a have a great one. And I will be I will be hopefully I will still be at work so. Hopefully next Thursday night I get a window like tonight and I can call in again. But my, I have every intention of calling in. Perfect. I look forward to it. And kind of think about what your goals are for the year because I'll be asking a lot of you more next week when I'm when I'm yapped so much. And uh, you know maybe something yeah, that we can do put together as a workshop that stories. would help you. Short stories. Yeah, my goal is the book of short stories. Yes. And uh, but yes. Yeah, uh, I'll think on the workshop thing. Uh, like I've said before, I'm big in the prompting part. I love prompts. Uh, and uh, yeah, that uh, I'll think I'll I'll think on that. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. Have a safe week, and we yes, will talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. Y'all have right, a good one. Right. You too. Okay. Fantastic job. Area code 832. Mr. Blue Blue. It is all about you. Woohoo. Adam, my own series of moments and whatnots. So, that's all good. I don't know. Trying to 
Just trying to keep uh, keep one step ahead, I guess. Anyway, mm-hmm. this uh, this piece is uh, called uh, Wrath of Shadows. We knew the Wrath of Shadows when we had skin. So we practiced the songs that we would sing for the dead with each give and take of breath released. The dreaming earth found us there upon the smooth stones of daybreak. My womb she when we would rise and wash their sleep from our eyes. We would cry into the rising wind from the north, from where the cedars live. We would touch the roots passage threads within the earth certain as we were of their fire we knew the wrath of shadows the mantra of when we had skin flesh laid bare starvation found us our blood red earth we lay as we fell so that the veins could use our food to keep them through the cold. We stopped long enough for safekeeping that we knew no one could keep us safe. Boy, flames blazed, played along the lengths the braids of our brain Orange haze, the stink of broken ozone, lead bullet layers, extra eye holes, bridge sockets for songs to play slowly through as we went our way. Wahi, bones, layers of bones, snow-dusted tragedies. We became our own meaning, low sounds woven to the mist Burdens, bone, with you. We are travelers. Bonjour, Akshay. Vagabonds over our earth. We know well the shadows, the wrath of shadows from the times when we had skin. Kinka. The difference of making shapes, the swells of temple, nose and smile, the characteristics of being one people, the caricature of filmed eyes and vacant smiles we held in death. There is the litter to be burned, bodies spurned, ashes heaped, no one would touch the ecstasy of wonder cast aside with that different way of life. Babies hidden in the shadows, undercuts, arroyos, ravines, 
our people survived. We hold without grace the memories we grasp close, closer than our lives, the ones we had. Recall can be painfully perfect. The rasp of dry heat, rage, oh, yes. We know well the wrath of shadows from when we had skinned. Gaki, Wabashi, crow messengers brought words from the dead and night, ghosts of earth and beings of earth. Moninga, Nonke, Moninga. Oh, earthen spirits, blue clay for the morning, the red clay we were dipped into. The mountains still drying from the womb when we left them, seeking smooth ground for quiet steps. We have revisited them since, bringing smoke songs and ceremony. The dance scented by smiles and shaking rattles to the echo of the drum, to the vibrations of people singing Ika Shinga from the Eva Pthaska. We wore the rings of our age with dignity. We spread ourselves thin to thick where we were. When we Grew too many. We divided so that the land had a chance to become the chosen forms, the living forms of sustenance. We knew and loved. Somewhere along the way, the chain of lightning became broken. So The separation of light and dark seen and unseen, recognized and forgotten upon the coarse sword steel of a war bitten blade. No turning back, no return. Scattered as dirt over the land, shattered pieces reshaping themselves with care to resemble wolves, bears, and fungi. Three distinct patterns dreaming. We are the ghost road born. Perhaps we will walk among the scene again. We are very familiar with the wrath of shadows. From the days when we had skinned Keha Noki Jonge in peace. That was incredible. There was a line in there. You do this to me all the time, and I know I'm not supposed to talk until you did, but you guys just pay attention to the line. I mean, it's easy to say something's a ghost or an apparition or something like that, but to find a creative way to say it, like shadows from a time where we 
had, what was that line? Uh, shadows from a time where we had skin? Yeah, the wrath of shadows from when we had skin. That, that, that just is genius, this saying. Okay, read your next one. Oh, that's it. That's, that's the only one I have. The one you're going to read? Yeah, I got one more that I that I'm working on, but it's not finished yet. I gotta I gotta get to the end of that one first. And have a, it, it 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 and if this one needs to be finished because it's it's taking its own path, and it's not uh, not the usual uh, one. It's more well, it's more like this one. It it had it more kind of echoes uh, the same kind of direction. So I really, really want to be able to have it finished before I read it. Okay. All right. Well, do me a favor, my darling. Tell everyone how they can come find you. Sure. Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook. It's RepWild at Facebook.com. And then underneath in parentheses, it says Soldier Blue. And then you can also uh, find me on Reverb Nation under Soldier Blue Blue. And then also you can uh, catch my uh, uh, podcast, which uh, I don't know if uh, if Jimmy's still listening, but I I uh, had uh, when put in a comment earlier a piece one of my older works. Uh, we do not write pretty, and I know that I have recorded that onto my podcast. So the podcast is called uh, Red Earth One. And if you keep those uh, words separate, you can get there a little quicker. But that is also some, uh, you know, eh, I think, like 10, 10 or 12 uh, pieces so far. And I'm still working on it. So I'll be adding more to it soon. Yeah, it's funny. I just looked. I want to throw this in real quick. I just looked at the chat room, and you're getting mad crazy love in there as well from everybody. And Lori... Uh, <laughs> Lori said, beautiful piece, Soldier Blue, when we had skin. Fabulous. See, I'm not the only one that thought that was a great, great line. <laughs> and the other thing I want to tell you really fast is yeah. um, I have Michael Emerald has been uh, sending me some messages. When he listens to the show, he'll send me ideas and things like that. And, and I just wanted to share this. I hope it's okay, Michael, because I know you're listening. But he said, and I thought I'd share this with you because people don't get told things like this a lot about themselves often. But he said, you know, he's been bugging me to make sure that everybody gets their links out correctly and clearly so everyone can hear him and I should do a list after the show. And he said, Soldier Blue is one of those where I would buy the book, the Kindle version, and the audio book of him reading. That's pretty awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, it is. You go with your bad self. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of interesting that that, that he that he he says that too. Just from the point of view of the fact that I have always considered, you know, because I because I say I'm, you know, my my vision of myself in terms of what I do is as a spoken word artist. I I mean, I write down my scripts so that I can read them, but that's that isn't uh, the the uh, chosen format. So I've always thought of, you know, you know, if I'm going to put something down, it's going to be, you know, recorded, you know, into onto uh, uh, a vocal setting of, you know, like a CD or something of that nature. 
as well, you know, to do a set. And I really would love to do this because I have all kinds of ideas for it. And that is to do a, uh, a I want to do a black and white DVD. I really want to do that. Okay, so I'm not going to get into it now, but you should come see me and let me do some photography for you in black and white for it. You ain't got nothing better going on mm-hmm. right now. I don't either. So do <laughs> <it>. <laughs> hey. And I tell you, I'm going to PM you uh, probably on these next uh, days after the half uh, because I wanted to uh, see, what, you know, did you still want me to send you a couple of uh, pieces so that you can like do some pick-aparts with them and, and see what you come up with? Oh, that'd be fun. Okay. I'll do that. Okay. I say I'll, right, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, when, when I get to my days off, I'll do that. Okay. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. I uh, I sent your link out. I'm putting it into the chat room now for everybody. And uh, Facebook.com forward slash soldierblue.blue is how you can find him on yeah. Facebook. And he's everywhere. So anything you want to add to that? No, no. I I appreciate everybody's support and encouragement, and I thank you very much for it. And I thank you, Miss Nyla, for this venue. You are very welcome, my dear. Love you. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, ma'am. All right, and thanks. Bye. I'm so excited right now, Mama. Mama. Ma. 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 Mom. Two and six are on the air. Ma, wake up. Mama, unmute yourself. Mama? No, Mama, where are you? I know you're unmuted. Dang it. Mama? I can hear, I can hear something. Are you there? 216. 216. Are you with me? All right, we're going to put Mama back on hold. I know, right, Constantine? I want my Mama, too. We're going to put Mama back on hold. Well, don't cry, baby. It's okay. We'll get her. We'll get her. I promise. All right. <laughs> Let's, uh, we'll, come, we'll come back and grab Mama in a second. Maybe she'll hear me talking about her. But let's go ahead for now and take 815. 815, you're on the air. Gina, are you muted? Eight one five. Eight one five is Gina, right? Can you guys hear me? Are we doing okay? Y'all gonna make me start panicking if I don't hear from you. You guys can hear me, right? Gina, are you there? Eight one five? All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and mute her. Y'all just do whatever you're doing, go on with your bad selves. I'll just come back and get you when it's convenient. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and grab 419. 419, you're on the air, oh, I God. think. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. Down, Thank guys. goodness. There's a real person. You can I'm talk. so scared. Oh, guys, well, I don't want to. Stop. Stop. I'm not ready to introduce you yet. Okay. So I got some friends with me, and they're going to be reading part of this. <clears throat> You'll get your turn. Settle down. They're a little rambunctious. <clears throat> they haven't been out in a while. <clears throat> anyway, how I'm getting are you? nervous. 
I'm doing awesome, Rebel. How are you, sweetheart? Um, I'm doing okay. Like I said, I brought some friends with me. They're a little anxious and rambunctious, and it settled down. Oh, <laughs> settled down. All right. They're reading the piece of the poem, and they're really excited. They don't get out much. Okay. Legion, <clears throat> we are madness. <laughs> I dream as I walk this night. I walk into a world of dreams as my skin and flesh flow into the ashes of my bones, and I continue to travel there. Thoughts manifest more thoughts. I get so lost within this maze, stuck in the web of all these thoughts. There are other voices speaking in here. Whom do they belong to? Lost in here. We are lost in here. All of us, me, you, lost in here. All of us, yeah. We are you and lost. There I was alone this night. No, you weren't. You mean there we were alone this night. Walking through the hills as I, you mean we, stared up into the great big darkened sky. A thing I saw, you mean we saw. What is that whispering? A thing we saw, it disappeared into one side of a dissipating cloud and did not return or exit from any side. An eerie feel fell over us upon this happening, this very far-fetched bizarre occurrence of a vanished light. The dreams we had this night left us feeling parallel to ourselves and within another realm, sort of like a reflection of me or us in its own world and in charge of its own motions and decisions made. How could this be? This isn't real. It couldn't be. I mean, it's just a dream. Oh, how I wished. I mean, we prayed, but unfortunately for us, the uneasy feeling in his gut tells us, we, me, this shit is really happening. What we have witnessed this night has driven madness right up from up, up out of me. This we and me scratching violently to escape and taste what it means to be individually free, free from me. To choose for them, the resistance or the reality, I understand. I had once lived beneath the heavy thumb of dictatorship. Do this this way and do that my way and I'm right, you're wrong always. Oh, yes, I always fought back. The rebel in me now claimed by other bits of whatever resides in me and shares in this madness with me. Oh, yes. I do. Perhaps those within feel as I once did before I relieved, received relief from having bad bosses. But the sadness lingers and depression doesn't leave because I was willing to be witnessed and was the cause of the light of life to leave my victim's eyes. My five, five, six rounds spread throughout the skull as tears began to fall from mine. For life was something I had never directly taken before till now. But on this day, a piece of my life, too, was missing. I learned that day that once you take a final breath from another, you lose a piece of you. And the sleep is just distorted hauntings of things that never go away. Ah. The sins of man in all its glory smiles down at we, slowly drowning in ponds of flames that flicker fiery fingers of devil hands that one day will drag us back to hell. But until that day, this madness inside, these voices within seem bonded to me. Oh, yes. 
we are. <laughs> and that's that piece. One of your voices is Schmeagol. <laughs> the my the my the my precious. He's he's just sitting there like rubbing your lungs, saying, "Am I precious?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was freaking an incredible ride. That was insane. <laughs> well, literally, literally, right? <laughs> yeah, literally, absolutely. <laughs> that that was phenomenal. That's probably one of my the funnest thing. I sat here grinning from ear to ear the entire time I listened to it. It was so engaging and so approachable. You know, it just it was very easy to get lost in it. That was awesome. Thank you. You're creeping me out, man. (laughs) Shut up down, guys. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're done now. Behave, I'll put you in the corner. (laughs) Go to your room. (laughs) Hey, are you reading T Rebel? Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna shut up and let you read. Called my muse, and it's to my upcoming book, um, The Raven and the Owl. I took the time to listen to your history, your voice. I took the time and sacrificed to learn your cold, broken heart and mind. I took the time to embrace your dark eyes and even made it mine. She came to me and scraped her words across my mind. This muse of mine, oh, how I love her so. I love her darkness. I love her misery. I do indeed love her soul. I love her whole, but she's unnaturally beautiful, a toxic beauty of the most deceitful kind. You can never see the light that once existed within her until she invites you inside as deception and betrayal let her down a devil's path. Now her soul is fragmented, fractured, and much of it gone, though I think and feel ever so strongly there is a new fire, a new burning light, the birth of a new fire inside of her. And she shall show her light shine and darkness bleed through the pen and ink that has been blessed for me. I took the time to listen to your history, your voice. I took the time and sacrificed to learn your cold, broken heart and mind. And I took the time to embrace your darkness inside and even made it mine. I'm thinking about eternity, some kind of ecstasy got a hold on me. Her gaze and touch, her kiss brings blessed and puts a spell on me. And this is the way I feel. I've been seduced by a storm, and now my heart beats like a drum. Boom, 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 faster and faster. Where has this magic come from? Where has her history, her truth been buried? Oh, goddess of the blackest moon, come pierce your hidden truth in me. As I write your voice for the whole wide world and hear the see and read, I took the time to listen to your history, your voice. I took the time to sacrifice and learn your cold and broken heart and mind. I took the time to embrace your darkness inside, and I even made it mine. My soul connects with your soul through this poetry, and may your light and dark, your painful voice, varnish your very dark beauty across the broken in this world as your army rises among a coming storm never before seen by man. Dear lady of the night, oh, how I weep for you. Lost amongst the cold, cold, hateful world, this pen I hold is the sharpest sword, fierce enough to pierce the thickest armors, the thickest skulls. As you implant your words and history into my corrupted mind, filled with void and pain, and for this, I forever thank you, 
my very special meal. Peace. Wow. That was intense. Fantastic job on both of those, Rebel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys can find me at Nihilus Place on Thursdays. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you can. (laughs) Do you want to give out your Facebook page, too? I don't even remember it. I don't do social media anymore. If you want to hear me, you can find me at YouTube at Poetry by Rebel Jones. I got all my old stuff there. I haven't um, put anything recently. Um, Or you can come to Nyla's on Thursday and come hear me. (laughs) Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Great job. Thank you so much for being here. Happy Happy New Year, Year, Nyla. Love you. Love you, too. And I can't wait to see what you're doing with the raven and the owl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll talk more about that for sure. All right, sweetheart, thank yes, you. Bye-bye, hon. All right, so let's go ahead and see if we can grab Mama back, see if she's there yet. Mama, are you there? Mama? Mama, are you with me? I keep hearing noise, but... 216. Miss Vicky Aqua, I cannot hear you. If you can hear me but I can't hear you, hang up and call back, and I will bring you back on as soon as I see you. But for now, I'm going to go ahead and mute you, and we'll come back and check on you. Let's see if Miss Gina Storm is with us. Gina, are you there, honey? Gina Storm? Nala, I'm here. Thank goodness, woman. No, I have to Gina Storm. Tell Joshua he has to wait. I'm Gina Storming right now. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I got my grandchildren. Welcome to the they, show, they, sweetheart. They, they, they Happy take New Year. Over everything. <laughs> I understand. Happy New Year, Nala. Oh, and So what, what are you bringing Grand, the New Year in with my sweets? I'm bringing the New Year in with me because I neglected myself in 2022. And in 2023, it's all about me. Good. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you and the, grand the first of my two pieces. And uh, they just got here, so to them to a much lesser degree. It's all about me. And that's why I had to tell my grandson <laughs> to calm down. <laughs> yeah, that part. You go. So um, I wrote this piece, and I'm going to freestyle my second. The first piece is titled Me. That's my word for 2023. Me. Me. Simply. I'm choosing moi for 2023. At the ripe old age of 53, finally, I choose me. See, I have backburnered, neglected, left behind, dejected myself tremendously, sadly. But I'm here. I'm loving me the way that I've loved others constantly, consistently, and enthusiastically while neglecting Greek, while, ne- while neglecting G. See, She is me, simply, and I'm in need of love, care, compassion, and grace, all up and through this place, showing the world my game face. I've dumbed down my conversation, watered down my full sprint, battled life sober, when all I need is to sip some wine in a bubble bath while I'm high off of the good, good green, and I'm irritated, soon to be emasticated yet. I have been dedicated to the care of others. My word for this and the coming years is simply me. 
M-E in all caps, no need to reply. It's not that. So the middle finger to anyone who has a problem with this, because I love and I live my life and want to continue to do so in happiness. While people out here like to gobble you up, I'm being selfish for the first time rather than selfless. So hooray me and to hell with everybody else in peace. Uh, can I stand next to you and wave the Gina banner? Yes, please, and thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I got you back. All right. And what's your second one, baby girl? My second one is a freestyle, and I'm simply going to title this one Chalk Outline. I'm lying here on the ground, enveloped and encased in a chalk outline. See, I don't want to accept any more bullets that have been shot at my back because I was walking away when you shot me. And as a matter of fact, I see that this in and of itself is simply the way that you see me, and I am lower than the lowest common denominator. There is no one else that is lower than me. I'm like that tail that's leaving that trail of slime behind. Mm -mm. See, the funny thing about it is I was in a cocoon and now I have broken free. I'm not a caterpillar any longer. I'm not a chrysalis. No, I'm a butterfly. And my wings are flying me up towards the sky, towards the sunlight and high. Because I live in the middle of the United States in a suburb outside of Chicago, and it has been cloudy and inclement weather for so long that I can't remember the last time I saw the sun. So that chalk outline that you have put around the body that is encompassing all of me, it's not because I want you to tell me that there needs to be a rest in peace. No, I will not fall away, nor will I die. Not today, not tonight. Not any time soon if I have my way. But the reality is I have seen for so long that I have so much to give, and I'm getting so little back that I had to lie on my back on the ground and be outlined in chalk because there were people who didn't understand the fact I am forever and emphatically going to look out for just me. There's been a time in my life when I didn't do so previously. So the reality is I cannot allow you crumple, step on, tread upon, neglect, or abuse me. There were so many times in my life where I felt like I had to put other people first and put myself last. But the reality is this is what I had to do. So I'm pulling everybody else on notice and blast. It's 2023, and I'm 53 years old, and I have lived long enough to know that this is not the way that it should go. So talk out loud around my fallen body. You can see me right now, and that's okay, because I will rise like the phoenix from the ashes of the life that I had previously. There were things that I did and places that I've gone and words that I said that I will not do anymore. I'm going to look out for me, because I must. Not that I ever want to let anyone else fall to the wayside and feel like their love and their unity and their trust is not something that I am involved or even interested in. 
but I simply need to look out for myself because here I lie in a dark outline. This is where my new life begins. Empowerment, you know, and I love the fact that you can stand there and unapologetically put yourself first because that is absolutely, as women, not what we're taught to do. And if we do, you know the labels that go along with that. So the fact that you can stand there unapologetically and say, I don't care. It is just like one of the most empowering things in the world. I loved it. Loved it. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of times people like to call us the witch that begins with the letter B, but that's okay because I'll be her. Like Beautiful, I said, intelligent, talented, charming. And <laughs> I got you. Nobody else has to. Absolutely. So I'm going to use this entire year, not just this show and not right now and not just here, but always and forever for the rest of my existence because I put myself last, second, or somewhere down the list. Right now I'm putting me first. Thank you. I am your biggest cheerleader, love. It's going to be a great year for you. I appreciate you. I am Gina with an E, storm like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day. You can find me anywhere you find poetry, and I'll be here at the Speakeasy Cafe every Thursday. Thank you, Gina. appreciate you so much, honey. You're welcome, sis. I love you. Happy New Year, and I'll see you next week. Happy New Year to you. Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. We're going to check with Mama again, 216. Mama, are you there? Mama. Mama, are you with me? All right. We're going to go ahead and mute her. We'll come back and check with her in a bit. All right. Let's go ahead and grab 832. 832, you're on the air. Hi, Nella. Good evening. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. And Happy New Year to everyone of us. Happy New Year to you, sweetheart. What are you going to share with us? Uh, Some things that I wrote last year, maybe, not this year. So if it's still not there, I can read it. Let me open the block. There we go. Okay. This is called Waving a Million Tunes. Wish I was more away from you. Night or day, I find you. As if hidden behind all the things. Said or unsaid, told or untold. As they unfold each day. Every moment, as if out of blue. Love to pretend I did not notice your deep azure looks, deeper than the ocean, bringing the stars from deep skies nearer and dearer. The sparkle of the twinkling stars are brightened by your smile, as charming as the sweet smell of jasmine coming from Mother Radha's garland, bringing home the melody of Bansuri as if the music 
beats in my heart as they flow in my veins. Gets the touch of your lips. Singing thousands of songs, alluring as every cell and particle reverberates in the music of your endless love and rejoice in supreme happiness. And poem. That was beautiful, Uma. Are you reading two tonight? Yeah, I can do that. I can go back and pick another one. Okay. Oh. This is a very short poem, but it's more unsaid in the poem than what is said. I don't know if I have read it before, but I would like to read it anyway. Okay. <clears throat> it's again called Silent Word. Listen to the music. Listen to its words. Listen to the music the words convey. You can listen to the words a million times. Umpteen words. You can listen and still find them empty words. You can listen and still find them empty words. Are you there, Uma? Until until you hear them with your heart and listen to them in silence. Your heart listening to the world, searching your soul. Finding the universe. And poem. That was beautiful. I'm sorry I interrupted. You were cutting out for me really bad. I don't know if it's just my line tonight or if you are cutting out for yeah, everyone no, else too. I have to give the so pause. I, the poem is okay, called okay. Silent Word. So I had to okay, give the okay, pause. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry about it. Oh, I just totally messed that up, didn't I? We'll just pretend like it was a stutter. Okay. No, but you guys didn't notice that. Look over there. Big purple distraction. Uma, you are awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Naila. And um, you can find my poetry on poetry by Uma Pochumpalli dot blogspot.com. And you also may find my poems on poemhunter.com or dot org. I'm not sure. But you can look up my name, Uma Gigi also, I think. I am on Facebook. When Naila calls me, it is Uma Gigi. That's all about me. Awesome. Love you so much, sweetheart. I saw you online last week, but I could not unmute any lines, and we got cut off. Or was it last week or the week before? But I, <laughs> yeah, I saw you on at the very yeah. end, and I wasn't able to bring you on, and I felt so bad. I want to tell you Happy New Year, and I appreciate you so much, and love you, Uma. Thank you. Oh, yes. Happy New Year to you all. And also, a week before last week, was I was also there. But I think I was a little bit too late, and they said um, the show is closed. And before that, yeah. I logged in. At that time, when I logged in, they said, you have to come 10, 10 hours later. The show will be over. It will be on after 10 hours. So meanwhile, I lost it. 
but I was there before and after, so you can consider that I got maintenance. Well, I'm glad you were here tonight. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you for all the work you go through to be here. <laughs> we'll t- we'll talk to you next and, week, Uma. Definitely, with new ones. And sorry I could not right. give a new one, but I'm going to think about, you know, um, what am I going to do this year? What are my plans? But I love the way the other poet uh, amongst us, they were telling, protect yourself. You stand for yourself. That's a great message. Mm-hmm. We all should follow that. Thank yes. you, Naila, for, yes. you know what, um, in your own way, you're um, leading every one of us, so empowering us. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take care then. Thank you. You too, honey. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, our next caller comes from area code. Oops, wrong one. Don't I'm not meeting the wrong line. I'm hung up and I unmuted the wrong line. So I'm going to go ahead and give the line. We have uh, eight six eight one. Excuse me, six one five is next. We're going to check with Mama. Then we're going to get uh, six one five eight six three and six seven eight. Let's check with Mama. Mama, are you there? All right, you guys have, with the number of callers we have in the line, you all have about five-minute time frame. Um, a little bit less, but five-minute time frames just kind of give you an idea what we have to stick with to get you all on in time. We're going to go ahead and grab uh, 615. 615, you're on the air. Miss Nyla Alicia, this is Clarence. How are you doing? Clarence, Happy darling, New Year. it is so good to hear from you. Happy New Year to you. Blessings, blessings, my dear. Hello. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I know my wife is waiting for me to come in the house, but, you know, I I want to be a man of my word. I said to Rebel and Gina, I would see you next year. This is next year. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're a man of your word. <laughs> yes, thank you. And a shout-out to Mama Ola Daisy as well. You know, I think that I took too long and she fell asleep is what I think was happening. Because she gets all comfy and gets ready for the show. and So hopefully she's just uh, taking a little <sighs> snooze. Yes, exactly. So I have yeah. um, two short ones for you. Okay, go ahead. All right. The first one, I didn't have a title for it, but I think I'm going to title it 2023, not 20 and three sixes. You'll get the meaning later. I came in the door to set the course of what I said before. When I met the force, I wrote these metaphors after having intercourse in the people's court. Guilty as charged, about to be whipped by cords, when suddenly somebody's becoming my substitute and it's Christ the Lord. He didn't get chauffeured in a Chrysler sitting in rich Corinthian leather. He rode a jackass in over 100-degree weather near the desert, telling me to love my neighbors and those enemies that hate me, even those who bound me in slavery, exposing the shame I was in. But I'm blessed because all I do is win and favor ain't fair. But somebody's got to get it. 
So let it be written, let it be done. I'm not wearing dresses to gain fame and fortune like Tyler Perry and Russell Westbrook. Wonder if Chris Rock would have ducked if he saw Will Smith coming with a left hook. And I'll be right back after these commercial messages. My content is so hard that you won't need to see Alice, even though she'll like it too. Regardless of her man just standing there while flirting with an athlete right in his face. Let that have been me so I can be Ronald Isley, a.k.a. Mr. Big, because somebody's about to catch a case. Touch me, tease me, and I'll tell by using a cheat sheet to show how fundamental is reading. My words are alive, and I don't need a funeral director. I came out the cave funky and wrapped up, resurrected like Lazarus in poem. That was incredible. Go ahead and go into your second. (laughs) My second one is called Sweeter. Do you know why I need dentures? My smile looks like a crackhead waiting for another hit. I beat diabetes by cutting down sugar drastically. The problem is that I cannot stop tasting you. I don't mess around with sucrose or aspartame because there's no equal to you. I'm hyper in my activity, and you're to blame. I can't stop my addiction to you. Every other woman in my life has been a cavity, excruciating pain shooting at the root. You're the only medicine that can numb them out. That's why they could never compare to you. I need a sample of your cherry pie. Somebody place a warrant out on me. You can call me Candyman, and I'll say it three times while making a cameo appearance because you're sugar sweet. You make my life much sweeter, my purpose much deeper. Scrooge's first name was Ebenezer, but as for me, I'll forever need you. Your kisses suit my leisure. I'll thank God in my prayers, even when my knees are sore. I'll spend my life savings even if it was cheaper to keep you. I mean it. You make my life much sweeter. Boom. Wow. Wow. That was, that was, <laughs> I love that. Comparing an ex to a toothache is probably a really, really strong, strong and relatable metaphor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And my goals for 2023, because 2022, I did self-publish a poetry book, but it had no barcode. So I self-published it. I just couldn't sell it. So the next step is to do the poetry book over again, this time getting it published and getting a barcode so that way everybody can get it and I don't have to buy it myself and distribute it. Well, I think that don't, I need don't know to get how one I'm of the, do that. I need to get one of those from you, but I need to sign. I need to get an autographed copy from you. I'll buy That's one of them. That's a great plan. That's a great plan. So I'll see if I can order some more. I probably I know I can order some more. It's just I have to send them all. That's all. Oh, I'll help you figure that out. <laughs> Thank you. All right, sweetheart. Tell her how to find you. Uh, find me 
every month, because I'm not going to say every week, because you know what I do, every month in Nyla's place called the Speakeasy Cafe, you can find me on Facebook, backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr., SoundCloud, backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr., or in my Facebook group called C-Double 34 Music and Friends. That is awesome. All right, you guys, go check them out, sweetheart. It is awesome to hear from you, and we will see you next week. (laughs) You're trying. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) I'm trying, yeah. Give me an inch, I'll take them out. All right, thank you, Clarence. That's right. (laughs) Appreciate you, honey. I love you, too. (laughs) Bye. 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 Oh, I couldn't sneak nothing past him, could I? Okay, area code 863, you're on the air. Um, hello, Nyla. Hi, Ni- uh, hi, hi, Nyla, how are you? <laughs> hi, Noreen. Um, I, um, um, hello. <laughs> okay, um, how are you, <laughs> okay, you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. So what are exactly. you going to share with us of Gary's this week? Okay, Um. Okay, I'm gonna share uh, his poem. Um, one, two, three days of New Year. Okay, okay. Taxes, you think about them. Where has the old year gone? Where's my garden since that New Year's night? While Mother Nature has gone dormant, and everything that dies is dead. We look forward to spring to bring everything to life again. The snow here and there is cold and freezing, and we get the sniffles of the season. This year has just begun, and our hopes are high to enjoy a better one. The real daily life is in effect to be more responsible and be sure to work every day on something. Food stamps are just gifts from the elite above to keep the workforce in control from the rich above, happy from above. The end. Oh, that was awesome. Yes. I'm glad you picked that. That was a good one. Yes, that is. And that was a homework that you gave him, too. You gave him the title. <laughs> <laughs> and he enjoyed doing it. it, too. Yes. He he had fun with the prompts I gave him. I know that. That was, yes, real, yes, that was awesome. Thank yes. you. That, okay, you're welcome. That was a gift. Okay. Okay. And, and my poem for to. to as um, I think in the I think the title will be 2023, May 2023, bring this world a better place, more peace, more hope, more love, more caring people, more prayers, more of Jesus. Let's make this a better year and let it start with you. Go an extra mile and be kind, be good, smile more. It doesn't cost a cent. Take your time and stop and smell and touch poetry around you. Reach out and help out the homeless, the elderly, and be their friend. When you feel sorry for yourself, look around for there is someone out worse off than you. Thank God you are still alive. Be happy, be glad. Appreciate your family and your friends. Hug your loved ones and say I love you. You never know when it's your time or your loved one's time to leave this earth. Reach for the stars. Do your do your best. Give it your all, 100%, in whatever you do. May 2023 be a better year than last year. I wish you peace, love, 
joy, happiness, blessings, and all the good things to come. Have a very happy New Year 2023. The end. I loved it. Thank wow, you, thank Noreen. You. You're welcome. Thank you. Beautiful. You're very welcome. Well, thank you. Is You're that a welcome. good title, 2023? I think I think that it is. Okay. Because it's where it's okay. where you're at right now as you come into this yes. new year. And the one you write for next year might not be the same poem at all. So, you know, that's that's for this year. It's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Tell okay. everyone how to find you, sweetheart. Okay. And you can find us um, at um, our books on um, Amazon.com. And you can find our official website at um, Gary and Noreen Snyder dot Wix dot com front slash poetry and you can find um find us on um can you find can find Gary on reverbnation dot com poetry poem dot com facebook dot com and you can also um um okay find me on um reverbnation dot com facebook dot com and um poetry poem dot com and you can also find us on um, ko-fi.com front slash Gary and Noreen. You can find our um, membership tiers, our our products, our books, and a um, lot more stuff on there and in uh, and, um, and commissions. And you can also find us on the Poetry Club. And um, every Saturday, um, the uh, Facebook, the Poetry Club Facebook Live at five o'clock. And you can also find, I'm doing another show called Have a Chat with Poet Noreen. And um, uh, um, 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 Soldier Blue Blue will be the one I'm hoping to get, I have to get that get with him. It should be on the 31st, if it, that's okay with him. I'll let you all know. Okay. Perfect. And, okay. and you can also find us on here, too. <laughs> Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic okay. job. Thank you for sharing those with us tonight. And happy New Year to you. Okay. And happy New Year to you too, Nyla, and to everyone. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll talk okay. to you soon. Okay, talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Right. Our next caller comes from area code six seven eight. Six seven eight, you're on the air. Please tell me you can hear me. I can, can hear you. Can you hear me? Thank God. Okay. So, hi. Um, my name is Jack Varnell. And, hi, Jack. Um, How are like you doing, sweetie? I, I think I know you, Nyla. Um, I'd like mm-hmm. to say hello and Happy New Year to everybody there. And uh, particularly Happy New Year to you, Miss Nyla. And I'm going to read Thank a couple you. poems tonight. Um, also, let me just get the business out of the way. Um, goals this year, I have extreme... Um, issues with my health that I'm fighting that, those battles and I'm also pursuing some uh, let's call it um, end of life um, dream building that um, I can use a lot of help with and uh, I will include some links to my podcast and a lot of different projects I've got my hands in please take the time to dig around see where you might fit in and uh, the podcast is called Social Yet Distance. Um, the YouTube is a good place to start there. 
and there's all, all kind of links and stuff. The information I want you to have is allmylinks.com forward slash Jack Varnell, all one word, J-A-C-K-V as in Victor, A-R-N-E-L-L. So it's allmylinks.com forward slash Jack Varnell. Okay, that's all the dirty stuff. My goals are in place, and I can count on your support. So let me read you a poem. This one is called The Story Left Unread. There is a story. It is one that you probably should not read. It's full of truth and all kind of realities that are much, much harsher than the truth. And it names the neuroses, and it puts a face on the demons that plague us, and it says things that are better left unsaid while shining a light in the darkness. That offers comfort and familiarity. The story itself tells itself so well, makes itself real, makes oneself into something by telling epic stories is sort of a dangerous thing. The seed of a plant of epiphany is that I self-fulfill my prophecies. There's no need to convince myself. I just run all of those I love away, or I fail them. Obviously, they're much better off if I jettison, jettison them now, since I truly do care. Of course, I don't deserve them, or love, or anything good. The story reveals that the sources of my popularity is that the world is out to get me. And I ask myself daily, am I the operator of this roller coaster, or am I just along for the ride? This is a story, and it's written in fine print. The print is so fine that your attorney may need to review it. There is no money-back guarantee, so you can see the disclaimers for more information. But reading the story and all the asterisks which make the excuses in advance, well, they may have, like a drug that could save you, more risk from side effects than the disease itself. But I do suppose you not reading is an impossibility because only you or somebody else that I've loved could possibly have written it that way. All right, that's that one. Thank you. I'm going to read one more. This one is called Fallout. The poetry book falls slow motion to the floor, and I take cover, anticipating the ensuing explosion of words and the wisdom destined to be shrapnel to my soul. Knowing absolutely nothing of modern literary warfare, I jump under the table right onto the top of the shards of my life, the broken dreams, the shattered visions, they all cut me to the core. And this, this is where the scars come from. Not from the mushroom cloud, unexpected, and spreading slowly through the room, intermingled with all the fumes of the coffee that keeps me awake. Without choice, I inhale, and they burn, and they singe the tissues of my being. It's not the sickness, but the cure, and the rapid sting of alcohol on the wound. I await the removal of the stitches, ripped out, bleeding out, past the world and onto the page, scars cleansed 
everlasting fallout, glowing as if under a switched-on artificial light until living with them becomes familiar. Thanks for the space, Nyla, as always. Thanks for all you do, and thanks for listening, folks. Happy New Year. Great job, Jack. It's really good to hear from you. Happy New Year to you. And if you think about it, throw that link on my page, too, so it's easy for everyone to find. Yeah, I'm going to say it again out loud because I can't get to where I can type it. So it's allmylinks.com forward slash Jack Varnell, my whole name. All one word. Perfect. And uh, that's that's that will link you to everything I've po- possibly ever touched, except for my wife's. So. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Great thank, job tonight, honey. Thank you. I, I'm going to try to come back. My schedule and health health cause me issues sometimes, but thank you for sending me the invite. Always keep me on the list, and I will be here if I can. I promise. You always have an open invite, honey. Thank you. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 732. 732, you're on the air. Oh, hey, I'm just listening. I have nothing to say. (laughs) All right. Happy New Year, darling. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just reading. That's all. I realized I was kind of in the queue or anything. I don't want to take up any of your time. Thanks for, and it's Thursday, so I just called to say hello, I reckon. Awesome. Well. All right. Thank you, all you so much, Greg. We... Ever forward. <laughs> all right. Our next caller comes from area code, area code 806. 806, you're on the air. We'll close the, the show with one from Gregory, so we'll get to hear him anyway. All right. Is this who I think it is? It's 608. 608, you're on the air. Fuzzy hermit in the desert. Naked hermit in the desert. Well, pantsless. <laughs> I have a shirt on. It's a little cold. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. I took, I took you out of turn. I'm supposed to be bringing on Constantine. You're next. I took Constantine. I I bumped Constantine. All right. Hang on there, sweetie. We'll get to you next. James, it is so good to hear from you. Do you want to bring Constantine on and bring me back? Do you mind? No. Okay. All right. Because he was next and he's on a time schedule. So I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Constantine, are you there? And now for these messages. Now y'all see it's my precious Gollum, Gollum. Hey, man, I like that guy, that voice that you did. That was pretty cool, man. Isn't that awesome? He did great. Doing wonderful. It's so good to hear from you. I was just thinking about you. It's really weird. Every time I think about you, it's like, you know, okay, it's been a little bit too long. You show up. It's like this telepathic Mm -hmm. thing we have going or something. Yeah, just for those people that listen to the show, they don't get angry with me. I have another job, and my my time schedule's in, so sometimes Nala squeezes me in. But I'm not any more special than any any rest of you. She just no, knows you're, that this is if actually she wants where to you were read, in line. Yeah, 
You, this yeah. is actually oh, where okay. you were well, in line. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have brought you in early. I can't do that for anybody. Oh, this, okay. I, we'll I would it. lose all integrity I have. So you actually actually I, worked that well. You said, <laughs> you said you had 40 minutes. And see, when, yeah, you, when yeah, everyone calls in, I write it down in, in order. So you're being brought in okay. on order, but you didn't press one. So that's why I forgot. I forgot I had to go to the bottom and grab oh, you. Oh, okay. So, no. yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Which got you know, you know, Nala. You know, I, I imagine you probably have callers from all around the world. You know, mm-hmm. and for years I've used your show as a yardstick to measure my own success. Okay, so I, 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 I finally outdid you, Nala, for for somebody that came to see one of my shows. It doesn't really count because it wasn't a, a radio show, but I did get a person that came to me from all the way from the city of Menzel Baranzan. And that's a desert growls. Anyway, to do one of, my, one of my shows on Second Life. From, from Second Life. On, yeah, on Menzo Baranzan. It's the, the City of the Drows, if you've read the Drow trilogy. It's like the Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, books. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, my part of this one is Australia, it's... so you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like for those who, who don't know, SecondLife.com is like, uh, it's, it's like, uh, it's an MMORPG. It's not really a game. It's sort of like a social network that you bring in avatars and you create your own content and you can make your own buildings. I used to live in the Tower of Ornithak from um, the Lord of the Rings, you know, 700 foot tall tower. Lord knows it's not as, my house here in real life isn't that big. But anyway, <laughs> um, but, yeah. so anyway, that inspired me uh, to, to read this poem that I ran across because I thought, you know, I think, I think that Nala would actually appreciate that because she likes spooky stuff. So, it's a it's an about drowse, if I may, and I'll, and I'll let whoever's going to go after, come after me. Take it away, darling. All right. Fade in. Sweet, quiet, my child, my little drow. Your dreams invite tranquility now. Cast in this cavern, stone walls so secure, the web holds you tight through the underdark night. And guardian spirals that tickle you feel with gossamer threads weave our goddess's seal. The spider queen's children, and so too her kin, are here to remind you that you shall not sin. They show you the scourge, the snake-headed whip. They bite, they tear, until she hears your prayer. There is so much blessing to be damned from up above for those who've forsaken our spider queen's love. In their lies they weakness and unceasing waste and if you should go and join them then you also shall be debased and when hellfire orb looks down on your shame your soul is burned bare for ye she knows you are to blame you'll live ever running you've no place to hide and huddled in fear but there is no disguise but the sun it will burn you the snow will freeze the hopelessness tumble you 
down to your knees. And when you are broken, to who you will pray. <laughs> but she will not hear you. You've thrown her away, and you'll find no companions to stand in our way when we hunt you, and we find you, and we torment you for play. For you've chosen the weaklings of the world up above who speak empty words and know not a goddess Loth's love. No Loth will not save you now from human deceit, nor from the bearded dwarves, nor elvish conceit, for the spider queen shows us the one single way. There is only one night. There is never the day. For Strength does not stretch through the branch or through leaf. It bleeds from the roots that secure us here beneath. Deep in our hearts, wrapped tight in lost web, with venom we sting. Her glory we sting. So whisper your love of your matron, your mother, who teaches the way to your sisters and brothers. For brother, I say, you can only serve one. For if there were two, then there soon will not be you. And then so can swaddle that tinkling wreath that would instead be your death by the spider queen's teeth. So sleep sound here in the darkness or burn in the light above alone. For you have chosen to leave Loth and your underdark home. Wait up. That was intense. That was incredible. Thank you. Absolutely incredible, Constantine. Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. Shush, I'm going to make you a jelly and peanut or a banana and peanut butter sandwich. That's what it was. Or give you a jelly donut. And for those of you, you know, for those of you who are interested, uh, SecondLife.com, of course, uh, also has a uh, has a pretty uh, pretty decent um, poetry community there. Where, you know, if you like uh, reading poetry online, kind of like this, except sort of like in a game. But, like World of Warcraft, maybe is a good example of kind of how big it is. Virtual world, yeah. Anyway, check it out on SecondLife.com, and uh, I've got a couple of links that I'll post on here where you can see where my Facebook and my Reverb Nation site is. And uh, of course, for those of you who, who never heard it, I did release an album in 2014 that, uh, like the guy said, I never got a barcode for it, so it's kind of hard to distribute on the internet. So, <laughs> yeah, I had. Poor, poor, poor management at the time. So, because it was me. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. I'm really glad you called in. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, happy New Year to you. Look- yeah, and uh, see you here next week, maybe. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm probably going to be working, but I'll try. I hope so. Appreciate you, sweetheart. Great job tonight. Give your woman a hug right. for us. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you, honey. All right. Let's go ahead and grab 608, Naked Social Hermit, Wolf Father in the Desert. 
You are on the air. Yes. Live. Under some clouds and almost a full moon. <laughs> Everybody been practicing their howling for this January's wolf moon. That's what it is. Pretty cool, huh? It is very cool. I need pictures and videos, though. Slacking. Yeah. I know. Not of you so. naked. Not of him naked, you guys. Of my dog. <laughs> Send me those pictures, one sapien. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, uh, <laughs> James is my, my puppy daddy. We we have a puppy together, so, yeah. My baby daddy. Getting Robbie all worked up. All right, what are you going to share with his sweetheart? I have three, but if I don't have time, I'll read the third one next time. I have to be next time. We are really packed tonight. So, I don't think I wrote, read this one last time. You chose color, and so it was. I saw you walking in the distance your hair free-flowing in the warm breeze. As you got close, I could see your eyes radiant with joy, your smile, your lips beckoning, calling my name. As we embraced, we could feel our energies intensifying, pulse quickening, respiration shallow, Hearts pumping in anticipation. A soft kiss, lips barely touching. We both want more. Pheromones swirling in the air, eliciting animalistic desires. I pull your hair and you relax and sigh, surrendering to me. Kiss your neck and we fall slowly into the grass. You gaze longingly into my eyes as your embrace tightens. I am pleasantly trapped within your web of love. Falling in love with words, black and white, a distinct contrast. However, when love meets flesh, the variation of colors are only limited by the mind's eye, your willingness to trust, your willingness to be vulnerable, your willingness to surrender to your deepest desires and to the depths of your soul. End poem. Wow. All right, do your next one, honey. Okay. This one I wrote at the last full moon. No, two. It was called Beaver Blood Moon. So it, this is entitled Beaver Blood Moon Love Intention. Full moon. Blood red. Lunar eclipse. Transformation in transition. I write 
because I love. I love life, and I love you, all of you. When you smile, when you laugh, when you giggle, even when you frown, this is my expression, my writing, my emotions, raw. There used to be a lot of pain, my pen cut deep, deeper than you can imagine, unless you have read some of those works and felt them too, as I did. A glorious act of self-love and healing, I have changed, oh dearest one, in so many ways, for the better, for the betterment of all. And still, my muse, you taunt me with your love. I reach out, and you disappear again, leaving me once again. And when you return, I write. I write for you. I write for myself. I write a prayer. And now I write an intention. For it is you who I love so dearly, so dearly, sometimes more than my own life. And I question, why is it you are so elusive? Soft focus of your face in my mind's eye. I see you, yet I do not, because you are here and then you are not. I would call out your name. However, I have never heard it spoken. Even when you whisper in my ear that you love me more than anyone else. I have seen your tears. I have felt them as I have felt your anger and have felt your joy too. Waves of orgasmic emotions rolling, tingling, surging through my blood-filled veins. I have blood for you, my love, and I will gladly bleed for you again and again and again as a total expression of my love for you. Full blood moon light the way as the lunar eclipse carries me through transformation and into your welcoming arms, my love. And poem. You know, I was just thinking about that the other day, how much you have changed and grown as a person since we met. Yeah. You know, when we met, if I'd have told you you would be running around with a bunch of wolf dogs in the desert right now and, and, and living the way that you're living right now, you would never have believed me. You'd have thought I was flipping nuts. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. I am, I am very grateful, my brother, that I have been part of this journey with yeah. you. Well, you're a huge part of it, Nyla. You and Lakota, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. for that. It's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. You gave me my life back by giving him to me. Don't make me cry. I have that effect on people sometimes. I know. Stop poking me in the eye and making it water, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Are are, you going to reach me, honey? That was your second one, huh? Was that your second one? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm confused. All right. Oh, you were so mesmerized by my words. Oh, yeah, I was. I was. I thought that was written for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sweetheart. Tell everyone how to find you. I just took a bite of sandwich. I hope you can't hear me. The what? I still have some. I still have some of my toasted cheese sandwich left in here, okay, you guys? I just took a bite. I thought I could, like, eat it quietly, but I don't think I did. (laughs) Tell everyone how they can find you, baby. You can find me by typing in poetry in the wind as one word, no spaces. That's where you can find me on Facebook. Uh, You can find some of my older pieces in a book entitled Hell, the Fusion of Brilliance, Volume 2, which is available on Amazon. The international anthology of writers from Canada, the UK, and the US. It's where you'll find my famous naughty poem about the woman in the red dress who was going commando. Your commando poem, yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you like that one, huh? The infamous commando poem. Um. You can also find my writing on my Instagram page that is um, S-A-P-I-E-N-0-0-1. There's also a link there to Lakota and his four cubbies Instagram account that is Fuzzy's Pack with no space. So F-U-Z-Z-Y-S. P-A-C-K. I haven't posted anything from the desert yet, so I need to get on that tomorrow. If you think about it, James, um, jump over and put those links on my Facebook page because people do things when it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, so if you uh, put those over there, it'll be easy easy for everyone to find them. Right. Google sometimes is not your friend. I know. It's never my friend. (laughs) Blame it on the algorithms. Yeah, if you tell me that Mercury is in retrograde, I'm going to poke you. So, um, I'm going to call you in a couple days. I was going to call you yesterday, but I called Hannah instead, and she kept me on the the phone for five hours, so there's not ten hours left for you. So... I will try calling you in the next couple of days, okay? Okay. I have to go into town, get food. But you, you know, call me in the afternoon. 
Okay. Later. Well, if you can't yeah, talk, just yeah. tell me to call back later. Okay. All right, love. I could do that. Happy New Year to you. Hug my puppies for me. I love you dearly. I, I am will. so blessed to have you in my life. Just know that, okay? Yeah, and I am too. Yes. I miss you, and hopefully I'll be able to see you this summer. I'll come down and see you and the, the puppies this summer. Yeah. That would be fun. When you get back to the place you know, where you were close. Yeah, and you, you know they're releasing wolves in Colorado. Because that's from farmers. They're going to, the part of the boundary is only about 12 or 14 miles north of the campground. That's awesome. Yeah, southeast corner of the boundary. We will talk about that when I call, okay? Yeah, I have to talk to my boss because Colorado Parks and Wildlife is doing that. I can tell you about it. I can dig up the link and I can send it to you so you can see where the area is. Okay. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. And I will. I will call. Yeah. I'll probably. I will for sure try to call you tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Happy All New right. Year to everybody. Oh, I have Happy. to leave with one last thing that mm-hmm. I was thinking about that a friend of mine said that I thought was pretty profound. She said, doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. I like that. Yeah, I do too. I like that. Something to ponder. Very very wise words, very wise ponderings you leave us with, James. Love you, hon. I do my best without my pants on. Oh, shut up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I am muting you now. 919, you are on the air. Yes, hello, Naila. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Granville, my darling, Happy New Year to you. It is so good to hear from you. Thank you. And good to hear from you, too. Good to hear anything, really. You know, what you, do you have to share with us tonight? Tonight, I'm gonna I'm gonna give start off the new year, giving you stay motivated. It is good to rise with the morning sun. To make haste while the sun shines. You don't want to be burning daylight. You got to stay motivated. You got to stay motivated. Do not sleep too long for a little sleep and a little slumber and upon you poverty will come like an armed man. So you have got to stay motivated. You have got to stay motivated. Do not rest upon your laurels. Stay clear of complacency as the enemy 
is always at the gates. Keep the vigil and be vigilant and stay motivated. Stay motivated. For he who has the watch must keep the lookout. Stay on task. Stay the course. For sorrow might endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. So you have got to stay motivated. Set an example for the children to follow. For we are the focus of their gaze. So that they might inherit our strength and not our weaknesses. We have got to stay motivated. We have got to stay motivated. Simple phrase, but true. Stay motivated. Stay motivated. Nyla, she stays motivated. Granville, he stays motivated. Everybody in the audience, stay motivated. Speak Easy Cafe, you know we stay motivated. It's been a long, long, long time, and you stay motivated. Never go away. Speak Easy Cafe. We want you to stay motivated. Motivated. Happy 2023 for the people. Stay motivated. Happy 2023 to you too, Granville. Amazing room. I love it. Thank you. And I love the part about not burning daylight because I'll go to bed about 3 o'clock. I get up at 7. If I get to sleep, I'm good. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get just to sleep, but a dream. You know, you know, live. You know, live. Life is to live. You know, you, you know, you know. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be slumbering. You know, not too much mm-hmm. slumber. You know, rest, rest when you know, rest when you're weary and keep it moving. Uh, don't sleep. Rest. You know, yeah, that's what exactly. you need to do. Do not sleep. Rest. Rest. You know, you just right, rest to replenish and move it. Yes. Yes, Nyla, we could go on for all night. So, and people out there, <laughs> so I'm going to let you go. And we love you. <laughs> and, love and, you dearly. And, and, and thank you for those beautiful songs you put on my page. Thank you for being my friend, for being an amazing part of this community. And I absolutely adore you. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. I appreciate you greatly. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. And we will talk Bye-bye. to you next week, okay? Okay. All right. Our last caller for the evening, six or eight. <laughs> dyslexic with numbers. It's crazy. Eight, six, zero. You are on the air. 
Oh, great. Yes. So, I thought it was going to be not be able to read because I kept going in and out of the queue by accident. And so, ah. Hi, Nyla. Jessica Brooke. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, sweetheart. It's so good to hear from you. I'm glad you were able to hang in there. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, New Year, New Me, literally. I you won't Maybe you won't believe this, but... I woke up New Year's Day with self-love in my heart and every single thing I've been working on in therapy for years, like all the bad things that I was doing, had that happened to me reversed, all the good things that I always wanted came true, and all my memories after I lost it with DCT all came flooding back, and I can't even tell you how much I've changed, and I'm so excited um, that, that this year is going to be like my best yet, so I'm excited. I am so glad. You know, it's really hard sometimes when you see someone suffering and they're they're pulling things along with them that are hurting them and, you know, things from their past. And it's like you can't embrace your future if your arms are full of your past. You know, exactly. you don't, this, is the, this is the only life you get. You get one shot at this, That's guys. That's funny. You know what the title of my poem is like exactly what you just said? What's that? Life Embrace. <laughs> well, I would love to hear it then. Okay. Um, these are both different. I can do it sometimes read two really short ones or do I want me to read one? You're the last caller, so you can read an epic if you want. I don't care. Okay. Well, it, maybe I'll just read three, three quick quotes. Hey, I'll proud of these. Life embraced. Adapt. Release. Reflect. Mirror. Lies exposed. Patience. Renewed sense of self. Eyes, here inside, infinite. Return, relive, rejoice. Release the sigh. Relieve self, new life. Change embraced, metamorphosis, renewal. And poem. Yeah, it is different for you. It is very different for you. Very abstract. Yeah, I've gotten, I put in like, Starting to put in like parentheses in my, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just, I'm just, it's just different, um, really different. Uh, Jimmy was pointing that out. Um, hold on a second, let me find. Here, I like this one. Um, it's called Starlight. I am a light. I shine like the stars above a shrine, ready to show the world my strawberry swirls. I mean, my smile, lips as they have turned, flips my heart, lighting up the skyline, fireworks in my byline. Let's start up the new year bright, starlight. And poem? Yeah, sorry, and poem, yeah. <laughs> what about you talking about? Dramatic pause is getting longer and longer. <laughs> 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 but you know what? She's empowered, and I am not interrupting her. <laughs> oh, too I've funny. You. <laughs> I've missed you too. I'm glad that you're here. All right. What's your next Me one? Me too. Trudging. Is this the one I want? Hold on. That's a, that's kind of a negative. Not negative, but it's not. Well, I'm going to put, this is basically like, it should have gone first probably. This is how I was, how I was what I was doing before New Year's Day. But it's too, it's my life. I don't have a title. Trudging, blinders on, existence, missing purpose, restricting, 
dreams. Losing confidence, closed, peeking through, pinprick, sunlight. Missing trees, growth, moon, sunset, sunrises, gazing down, not living, still breathing, dark, endless, and so on. Wow. So you've been really, you've really been working. I, I call these types of pump, they're, they're like slide images, you know, where you just click from one to the next to the next to the next. And you yeah. don't, you know, there's, there's not the, you know, as us poets do, you know, very flowing bridges between thoughts, you know, but you making them stand on their own like that. And you're doing really well. <laughs> I really like them. Thank you. Cause I, I love, I I love seeing you play. Huh? I say I love seeing you play with words like this. Thank you. Cause I didn't even think about a form. I didn't, I don't, didn't research anything. I didn't read anybody else. It just did me. And that's what came, came out of me. So positive. positive well, you know, it's, it's, it is. And that's how you discover your voice. You know, a lot of times we're too afraid to do that. We don't want to do something that's different. You know, we, we're, we're creatures of habit. We love positive yeah. reinforcement. We, we, thrive, we thrive in kindness. You know, so we post something and somebody likes it. They like that poem. So you're going to write another poem like that, and you're going to write another poem like that. And you keep doing the things that you know people like because it's safe. You know that they're going. You're going to get those attaboys. You know you're going to get those pats on the back, and it's scary. Everybody, to put, everybody expects a poet, a poem out of me about like abuse or you know it, whatever, like my my mm-hmm. you know history, you know my story, whatever. But I just, it's already go. It's it's the new chapter. That book is closed. I mean, I can always like, you know, write about it, but I don't feel the real need to anymore. Just for every time you think about it, every time, and it will try creeping back in because it's just a bitch like that. But every time, any time that it does, just say, hey, I can't embrace my future. My arms are full of the past. There's nothing worth le- reaching down on the ground and picking up and carrying it along with you. Why would you do that? And, and I come from a very, I have a very abusive past with somebody too. I mean, they burnt my house down. They shot me. They did all kinds of crap. What? They were not a good person. It, and, you know, no, they weren't. They were not a good person, and you know, lines stalking me. It was horrible. And sometimes I sit wow. there and I think, you know, why, why me? Why? You know, somebody told me I should sit down and write about it sometime. And I sat there and you know, I thought, you know, why did this happen to me? And the only thing I could think of is maybe it happened to me because I was strong enough to survive it. If I wasn't right. standing in the way, in his way. And he met me and he met the girl behind me. She may not have been strong enough to survive it. And I did. You know, so well, I'm not going to sit there and let it define me or, or let it tell me who I am. I'm not going to play a victim because, you know what, one of the hardest parts about being in an abusive relationship, and this is a harsh thing for people to hear, but one of the hardest parts about being in an abusive relationship, one of the hardest parts for me was admitting my part in the addiction. Right. Admitting, admitting to 
the part of it that I was addicted to and the reason it was a cycle. And when I was able to recognize that in myself, that somebody can only hurt me if I So if I was there, I was obviously allowing him to do that because I was still there. Once I figured that part out, it was easy to leave. And it was easy to leave it all laying on the ground. It's just irrelevant. It does not belong with me anymore. It is not yeah, even the, anything the close to who I am now. The asses are yep. gone. So. Yep. yep. So I'm real proud of you. I'm really, really proud of you. I can't even Sorry, tell what? you how proud I am of you. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm proud of myself. I really didn't think it would ever happen. It's like a miracle. I mean, I prayed. I, I, um, looked, at, I looked in the star, and I said, the only thing I want for New Year is self-love. And what happened? I woke up, and it was all different. My whole life's different. So I have an idea for you. Uh-oh. No kidding. What? <laughs> a lot of times when somebody, I mean, you, people are, like you said, people are used to you writing poems about abuse, Right. And now, yeah, I read a lot you're of looking, stuff too. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, you use I'm using that because you use that as an example. Exactly. But yeah, I know. Now it's almost like you get to discover you you literally get to discover your own voice now. You know who you are right. outside of that shadow, the shadow, that shadow of abuse. So you've stepped out of it. Now who are you outside of that? So I want you to think about a jigsaw puzzle. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I want you to start discovering yourself. I want you to find all the pieces that are going to introduce you to who you are now. And so watch for things around you. Watch for things that inspire you. Listen to your thoughts. Carry a paper. Jot down anything that comes into your head because they're all going to be pieces of the new you. And Use some of those things to write puzzle piece poems that are going to introduce you to me again. My beautiful friend, for the first time, I knew you. That's beautiful. Yeah, I need to, um, that's, I'll have to do that, like, because I'm, I'm just already trying to, like, write, like, about, I'm not trying to write. I just, it's just what's coming to me isn't the negative. Isn't you know? I wrote a, actually wrote a. Uh, it was not exactly no. It was not exactly a love poem. It's kind of negative. So it was between me and um, well, some kind of kind of fictional, kind of not. Um, it was empowering, but it, I don't know. You can see it on my Facebook if you want to look at it. I, I don't. I'm not going to read it. I don't want to end the night something kind of negative. You know. So. <laughs> well, maybe uh, you can bring it back and read it next week. Yeah, thank you for staying on for me. I really appreciate it because I thought I was going to get cut off the neck. I did read. I was high up in the queue, but then I, I accidentally hung up like twice, and then my phone went dead, almost dead while we were talking. I had to switch to a different phone. So I know when you said that, I flip, because I had to flip pages because I keep writing throughout the show, and when I flipped pages and looked at the original line, when you said that, I flipped it and looked at the original lineup, and you were, I should have taken you probably five callers ago. I feel really bad. Okay. I'm sorry about that, but I'm really glad you held on. Yeah, me too. Because I was like, oh, I was in the left. It's like eleven ten fifty nine. I'm like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> but you know, it also, you know, maybe it happened for the reason because it allowed us to have, you know, I wouldn't have been able to talk to you like this. 
Right. I know if I you were not so the last caller, have, so. Yeah, I'm so blessed you have this platform for us because it, it's like, you know, I, I haven't read, I, I'm not getting opportunities to go to open mics lately uh, and everything, and it's just, like, nice to have, you know, no people to come every week and listen, and I enjoyed listening to people I hadn't heard, you know, before, and I, I was, you know, it's just good to hear other people and, and their style and everything, not just, and hearing them read it, you know, it's totally, obviously totally different than mm-hmm. reading it on, you know, typed out. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I've given all my information before. Um, you have a good night. Um, happy New Year again, and um, I'll see you next week. Tell everyone how to find you for you. Run away. Oh, I almost <laughs> tried to get out of it. Um, Jessica Brooke Miller is my Facebook, uh, like regular Facebook friends page, but I have an author page called Jessica Brooke Poetry, B-R-O-O-K-E apostrophe S. No, wait, it's not Brooke. That's my YouTube. That's YouTube. Uh, the other one is simply <laughs> Jessica, Jessica Brooke with an E poetry. Just that's, that's it. And that's the main one. And that's the only one I've really been posting my poems on and my videos and my reels and stuff. Awesome. So. If you think about it, throw that link up on my Facebook page so it's easy for people to find. Oh, sure. Yeah, I will. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, thank you. Happy New Year to you, and have fun with it. Oh, I will, believe me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited (laughs) what's going to come next, you know? Perfect. All right, honey, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, too. Good night. Good night. All right, before I run away, I am going to come back up here and check with Mama and see if she's there. Mama, are you on the air? 216, are you with me? Okay. Looks like Mama's not going to be on. It makes me sad, but Mama, know that we love you. I also want to take a moment and give a shout-out to 503 to... um, Miss Martha Bear, who's been hanging out in our chat room with us for the last several, several weeks, has been here for a while, and I'm sitting here and I'm watching, you know, her create friendships with you guys and stuff, and Martha's very, very dear to me. She is an amazing, very, she's very, very bear to me. I shouldn't say a deer. She's not a deer. She's a bear. No, her brother's a bear. Anyway, I just, I just want to acknowledge the fact that you're here, Martha, and that I appreciate you and love you very dearly. I love to see you interact with people, you know, the poets and stuff that are in the chat room with you and the encouragement you give everybody. You're one of the most beautiful, selfless people I have ever met in my life, and it is absolutely a blessing. And I am so thankful that I will be holding your hand and walking into the new year together, you know, with plans on things we'll be doing and adventures will be going on. And I just... I think that it's important to acknowledge that with you for the whole world, you know, because broadcast worldwide. So the whole world gets to know that I just appreciate you and love you dearly. And I appreciate the friendship that you bring with you to this place and the encouragement you give everybody. And you're incredible. You're one of the most incredible human beings I know. All right. So that's it, you guys. We are at the end of our show. Merry, happy, everything happy 2023. Doesn't that sound crazy? Do you remember we were in school and, you know, you think about 2020, I mean, even 2020, year 2000. I mean, I never thought I'd live to 2020, for goodness sake, not the way I drive, you know. (laughs) 
and and I I you know just I'm really upset that I don't have a Rosie the robot sweeping my floor like for me like I thought I would growing up and you know watching the Jetsons and stuff I thought you know this is just like you know we're gonna have like flying cars and but here we are 2023 it's incredible make this your guys's year be brave be bold be notorious chances make bad decisions that aren't hurtful do things you would normally do live the more you live the more you have to write about think about high school when you're in high school what are your favorite memories ask yourself this and this is a good good lesson this is what I'm going to leave with you think about high school and ask yourself what is your favorite memories top three memories what are your favorite memories you have of being in high school and I will guarantee you that not one of them is going to be wow you know when I sat at that desk in my chemistry class and really read that chapter three times to make sure that I knew all the information was just the best time I had the best time you had is probably when you spit gum out bus window and it stuck to the car window and they turned on their windshield wipers and then it got all gobbed up and smeared and you're sitting there laughing. That's probably one of your favorite memories. So live notoriously. Live making memories you're going to remember. But be safe, you know. But do things. Go on adventures. Play. Poke things with sticks. Make messes. Oh my God, make messes. That should be your mantra for the year. That should be your that is should be your goal. Everybody should have a goal. And that is to this this year in two thousand twenty three, I want you to go out and get messy. I want you to go out and make messes. There you go. That's done. Boom. All right. Thank you guys for being here, both callers and listeners. I appreciate you so much. We will be back next week. And I am going to close the show with a track. I said I was going to do close the show with Gregory, didn't I? Because he didn't not read. So we are going to close with, you know what, I really like, Bear in the Backyard. We're going to play that one. This is Gregory Schwartz, Bear in the Backyard. We'll see you guys next week. Good night, everybody.
like electric fried broiled bear meat. It only reinforces the vegetarian ethos. Accepting liberation through a comedy of errors, they find it personally more effective than waiting in line for all eternity to be judged for things that had nothing to do with them. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.